0: Life is about... I'm a black man trying not to get caught I'm just trying to solve the puzzle like a jigsaw You know it's a big world, so easy to get lost I'm just trying to solve the puzzle like a jigsaw Jigsaw Tis the season to be jolly but how can i be when i have nobody the yuletide carols don't make it better knowing that we won't be together a silent night I know it's going to be joy to the world, but it's going to be sad for me. What do the lonely do at Christmas? Pick up your eggnog with your rum in it. Hey, what do the lonely do at Christmas time? The lonely hangs out with the brothers of the Jigsaw podcast. I am. Josh. (laughs) rogers
1: and i am brian hare
0: and we are the casa Negros that you we love the most we are your host and we are here for another episode welcome on back this is the podcast where we talk about how to navigate the craziest puzzle piece that has ever been created and that is the jigsaw of life we talk about the perils the praises mm-hmm. the productivity and the pump and circumstance of being black millennials trying to figure it out brian how are
1: you Oh man, it's a great day to be black. Ain't uh, it? Jesus was a
0: black, day. a little black boy about to be born. He was. <laughs> Woo.
1: When was Jesus born? <laughs> In the 12th month of the year. Uh January, February, no, no. March, April, May. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> the deacon sing that song. <laughs> no, no, no. And the men's choir singing that song for the rehearsal right. for the program. <laughs> uh yeah, everything's good, man. How about you?
0: Everything's copacetic and fine. Mm-hmm. I'm feeling good in my spirit. Let me tell you why I feel so good in my spirit. I was listening to the Dream Girl soundtrack. Okay. And Jennifer <laughs> Hudson's I Am Changing bubbled up in me. And there's a line that says, walking down that long road,
1: mm-hmm.
0: there was nothing I could find. Okay. Then she says, "All those years of darkness can make a person blind, but here it is, Brian. But now I can see. Sounds like Amazing okay. Grace to me. It does, sound like and that thing grace. stirred my soul, and I've been feasting on that all afternoon.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So I'm doing all right, brother. I'm I. Right. I got oh. the joy of the Lord, joy bells." Eh. A ringing, in my, ringing in my soul.
1: my soul. Yes. <laughs> this joy that I have.
0: This joy that the, 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 the world didn't give it. That's a Christmas gift that I can't get from the world. And the world can't take it away.
1: Mm, and I'm about to eat this strength.
0: Christmas cupcake <laughs> because I worked out so hard and I deserve it. You deserve Take some of this icing and all.
1: You deserve it. Take some of this icing off. Did you watch
0: Insecure this week? I did.
1: I did watch Insecure this week.
0: Ooh, we get into the mess.
1: We are. We we're are. Getting to
0: the mess. Did you? I'm gonna ask you. Did you catch the nod to one of a classic black 90s films this week?
1: Uh, y- okay. Yes. So there was a few things. One was the Love Jones nod, but the other one mm-hmm. was Issa said something she made a reference to something. Okay. When they were at the house, and I couldn't remember what it was, but I was like, "Oh, okay. I see y'all. you uh, you know, it was something Issa said. What did she say? Mm-hmm. Freak. What was it? I'm gonna let you
0: ponder through that, but th- I'm not talking about anything that they actually said. This was a a thematic nod. A thematic nod. Mm-mm. The whole episode was a nod to the sleepover scene in "Waiting to Exhale." The dancing around the couch,
1: mm-hmm. the
0: hugging each other in the bed, like they hug each other in front of the couch. The whole they were planning to go out, but they end up sleeping in, doing drinks. That entire scene was this entire episode.
1: Really? Yes, sir. <laughs> <laughs> I'm about to go back and watch that <laughs> oh, yep. I said come
0: on referencing the Blastix huh. mm-hmm. I got you pondering now don't I mm-hmm. I'm about to go back and watch it mm-hmm. but it was good though it was good I love to good. see the growth of Lawrence and Condola mm-hmm.
1: um,
0: co-parenting co-parenting figuring it out and I love that she gave my man his flowers because he trying he moved back to LA He's like you're a really good dad and sometimes even 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 in marriage that's all we want to hear. We want that piece of mm-hmm. affirmation. Yeah, because you're a good daddy, Brian. I sure am. I feel like I'm a good dad.
1: <laughs> I believe you are too, bro.
0: I believe, I appreciate it. And sometimes <laughs> that's what we want to hear. That's what we want to hear. Um, I think it's gonna get real messy next week because, spoiler alert,
1: mm-hmm. Issa
0: drunk dials Lawrence.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: He calls back the next day. Okay. She didn't answer. Do mm-hmm. you think this is going to be the start of her struggling with what she want to do with Because she also assumes mm-hmm. she said it that Lawrence and Condola are actually back Got, together. Back together.
1: Yeah. But they're not. He was
0: just, he was just being a daddy.
1: Right. 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 Um, and cause she was shocked that he moved back to Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. Um, which sometimes I think is something you predicted earlier. Uh, I think you said that. Um, yeah, for sure. I don't know. I think this is the thing. Cause she was saying like, she loves Lawrence mm-hmm. and she didn't really get any closure Mm-hmm. So I don't mm-hmm. I, I don't know if they're bringing Lawrence in for the closure, and then he goes off on his merry way with Condola, and then she goes off on her merry way with um with Nathan because mm-hmm. they both confess you know their love for one another. Um, so I don't know. It's it's kind of up in the air, and we're at episode seven. How many episodes do we have left? Uh, was this just seven or was this six? This was seven. So eight, nine, to three. And I don't hey. see the ending in sight. I don't really see the because ending. Because
0: it ends, the last episode is what, Christmas, day after Christmas? So it's going yeah. to go back to back to back because we, I mean, we're right there. So, yeah. Wow.
1: So I'm, how are they going to pull this together in two hours? Oh, you know Issa's going to do it
0: in an hour and a half.
1: Let's mm, wow. not get stuck because you, know we'll you know we'll get stuck <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah. on
0: the insecure's. secures. Mm-hmm. Um, Brian. Yes. One more thing that we want to talk about. Mm-hmm. Y'all only got a couple more weeks to take advantage of this amazing Um. Offer that the GX Hall is providing to you on behalf yes. of the black mm-hmm. people up in the North Pole that has mm-hmm. partnered with Green Top Gifts. Clarence Claus mm-hmm. has came yes. to Atlanta, <laughs> met uh-huh. the, the founder and CEO, Miss Jackie, and provided mm-hmm. a product that we all should use. What is that product, Brian? That product is wrapping paper, yes. it is bags, it is all wow. kind of paraphernalia it's that'll okay. get Some you things. ready. So many things to right. get you ready for the Christmas season. And we mm-hmm. want you to be ready as well. So help Ooh, us right. as we've helped you. Go mm-hmm. to greentopgifts.com and use the code JIGSAW20. That is mm-hmm. the number and not the letters. That is JIGSAW20. <laughs> and yes. get a discount at checkout. You'll be glad that you did. Tell Jackie and them that we sent you. Put Clarence Claus over on top of all of your gifts. And you will just have a really great culturally astute Christmas. All mm-hmm. right. Now, Brian. Yes. Do we have a song of the week? We do. And I want the joy of the Lord. Bring me the joy of the Lord. Bring me the Christmas joy, Brian.
1: <laughs> yes. Okay. So I'm <laughs> wanna pressure you. I'm 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 pulling it out of an archive. All it, right. It was tough because the song I couldn't figure out which one to use. Okay. Um but I'm going I think you might enjoy this, All but right. I don't know which one to actually use. Oh, um I, I'm gonna do this one. I'm gonna do this one. I'm gonna do this one. Okay. All right. Let's I'm go. Ready? I'm ready. Okay. Did you know what this is? Yes, I
0: do. <laughs> it is Silver Bells with Maddie's girls. <laughs> Silver Bells.
1: hmm It's
0: Oh, yes, yeah. will be Christmas Day. That's Twinkie. Oh, it's so good. Come on, Dorinda.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay, and that is Bells" by the Clark Sisters. They
0: have an amazing Christmas album. Kiki comes in on the next verse, just in case you were wondering. Um <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Um now that that just that brought me so much joy. You know how I feel about Maddie's girls. <laughs> you know how I feel about Maddie's girls. You know I how I feel about like Christmas that. music.
1: Mhm.
0: Oh my god. Anyway, Brian, you ready to move on and get into some Black Excellence? I'm so ready. Let's go to the Blessing report.
2: Yeah. All right,
1: we are here at the Bless Up Report where we bless up black folks doing great black things. And most importantly, we've been trying to bless up black businesses. So I'm gonna throw this out yeah. there. If you have a black business that you want to you know, have a shout out to bless up, let us know. Hit us up in the DM or email us at the jigsawpodcast at gmail.com and mm-hmm. we will probably, you know, look at the, the if the the product, the business, and we'll maybe give you a bless up, right? So either friend or family member or your business, let us know. And we would love to bless you up. So today we have Enzo Footwear and Apparel. Uh, Enzo Footwear and Apparel strives to bring you the highest quality products by closely monitoring the ever-changing market in which it operates. They say that they carefully select each design and monitor the manufacturing process. And they say in return, they deliver seamless product at an affordable price that any quality conscious consumer will appreciate. So you can actually go to Enzo Footwear. Um, let me make sure I have that correct. I will put it in the description. Um, sure. the website where you can go out there and get shoes. I actually checked out the shoes and they're kind of cool. Um, they're a little weird in terms of they're not like the typical Nike, the Jordan, or the Adidas, or whatever, but they are pretty cool, pretty fashionable. And oftentimes you see like products people can develop, shoe companies and stuff like that, and it's just weird looking and it just doesn't look great. Um, but this product actually looks pretty good. So, um, you know, uh, I'm a Nike guy. But I wouldn't mind potentially supporting a, a non Nike brand. Really? Because we'll you won't even wear a D. You won't wear three stripes. I usually don't. I <laughs> don't when wear a guy anything is else. Loyal outside. to the check. <laughs> I, I don't even get one. That's, that's the problem. <laughs> oh, the check. As in, yeah. <laughs> I yeah, the check. I am loyal to the check. I love the check. Uh, but I wish I can get a check from Nike. So, listen, Nike, sponsor really, us all. Please sponsor. So yeah, Enzo Footwear. That's E-N-Z-O footwear.com. And they also are on uh, Instagram, underscore Enzo Footwear on IG as well. Check it yeah, out. Yeah, I'm, I'm and, checking uh, out the website
0: now. These are nice. I don't
1: mind. Yeah. The Christmas season is here, so um, do something dope. And it's, it is a black-owned business, of course. Mm-hmm. Uh, the creator, I believe, started at the age of 16. Um, so, go yeah. ahead and do and it. And they this got
0: 50% off. They ain't no official sponsor. I'm going let you know, they got 50% off.
1: So go mm-hmm. get your shoes. And the uh, shoes look dope. Like they look, they look cool to me. Mm-hmm. And I'm a sneaker, sneaker guy. Well, you're a sneaker yeah. guy too. And they look pretty cool.
0: Yeah, for sure. That's what's up. Bless up, y'all.
1: Bless up. Uh, and uh, an honorary rest up. Uh, shout out to Zen Cannon. Right, mm-hmm. rest up, Zen Cannon. Uh, his parents are Nick Cannon and Alisa Scott. Uh, unfortunately, Nick Cannon recently on his show, talk show. Talked about, uh, unfortunately, she had the news of his son passing yeah. uh, due to a form of brain cancer. So we can only imagine as being Father Joshua and I, um, yeah. what it would be like to lose a child. So we're definitely, definitely, um, definitely, definitely. So definitely, close you know, to the holidays. It's so close. So close. And and I think there's their only child together. So mm-hmm. if you think about it, as parents, those that are in any type of holidays, Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, whatever it is, you have thoughts of, of creating those memories uh, on Christmas Uh, with your children or holidays with your children. So I'm keeping Nick uh, and um, Alyssa Scott in prayer. And that is the rest up and the bless up. So bless up Enzo footwear and apparel, a rest up and prayers up go to Nick Cannon and Alyssa Scott on the loss of their son, two fingers kiss to the sky and uh, Josh got anything on the billboard. I do um
0: what pull up in the street Lanka? what <laughs> what <laughs> are you a nikki fan pull up in the street Lanka, what am what? i a nikki fan girl you're not a nikki fan anyway Listen,
1: rent, rent free <laughs> rent, rent
0: free in free. our brain um anyway if you don't know that nah just type in nikki fan on youtube wendy williams and mm-hmm. i think what was one of the Cast members from Housewives of Potomac, um, just got the lyric wrong. Mm-hmm. So how are you gonna be a fan totally to get wrong. a lyric on one of Nikki's <laughs> arguably her best verse in her in her career? Like, right. Anyway, but all that to say, it is Nikki Minaj's birthday. Uh huh. Uh huh. It is Onika. She said, "Nickname is Nikki, but my name ain't Nicole." It is Nikki Minaj's birthday. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know the date that we're recording is her birthday. So we must take some time to acknowledge this black queen and give her all the flowers. Y'all know Mm I am Barb and Ken adjacent. Mm -hmm. Um, And I say that because I don't go attacking people. Ain't that mm-hmm. it ain't that deep, and you know, Nikki's doing some questionable things these days with her husband <laughs> and this case that he got going on, but still, Listen. I really, I really enjoy her music. Um, I'm not gonna tell y'all where she landed in my Apple replay, you know, top 10 artists. Oh, but we she, was, about that. she was, she was, she was kind of high up there. Um, but mm-hmm. shout out, shout out to Nikki Minaj for celebrating another year, Brian. Speaking of music, okay. Something amazing went down in musical history last week. Now, what you know, that? I have been tired of the Versus. I've mm-hmm. been tired. But they mm-hmm. made an announcement about the the Bone thugs that sing uh-huh. in harmony and mm-hmm. the mafia that represent the triple sixes. And I was mm-hmm. like, now, Josh Rogers is going to pull up to the I'm going to pull up in, <laughs> like, <laughs> like, gonna up in the Sri Lanka for that. Like, where? I'm going to pull up in the Sri Lanka for that. So I gathered my snacks. I sat on my couch and I watched it on the YouTube because I need access to my phone. I'm not, you're finna, you're mm-hmm. not going to monopolize my phone for mm-hmm. three, four hours. Right. But as in Versus fashion, mm-hmm. that thing was almost two hours late. But I said, I love DJ Paul. I mm-hmm. love um Juicy J. I love Gangsta mm-hmm. Boo, Cruncher, Black, Rest in Police, Coops the Nickel, Reps in Peace, Lord Infamous. All right, and the rest of the hypnotized camp, Frazier Boy, Lil White, they didn't bring them out, Lil Chat, and, and mm-hmm. Project Pat. You know what I'm saying? I'm a fan, uh-huh. I'm a fan, I'm right. a, fan. I'm a fan. You know what I'm saying? Clearly, Mafia, mm-hmm. okay, mm-hmm. I am a fan. Brother, they got on there, they started doing it, they had a coin toss, Uh and you know, and they was going back and forth, back and forth as they do, right? So, doing one uh bone thug, this is what happened, Lord Jesus. (laughs) Doing one of bone thugs for you know, songs. Um, DJ Paul and Gangsta Boo decided they was gonna, you know, imitate slow dancing because Mm -hmm. I think one of their songs samples an Isley Brothers song, Mm -hmm. and before three six play their next song is, is it the biz, the bone of busyness it was that one busy bone <clears throat> mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. he
0: said hold on hold on hold on hold on before we move on to the next <clears throat> matter of fact let me do this I think I don't mm-hmm. know that I can do it as much justice as <laughs> what you know as as what really happened Brian you know I re- you know I just want to be credible and I just want to mm-hmm. do it justice okay so here we are here we are <laughs> motherfuckers
1: ain't finna be mocking me while I'm on motherfucking stage. <laughs> like straight the fuck up. <laughs> nigga, suck my dick. You boo, suck my like, dick. I don't I hate in- <laughs> <your kids. You laughs> <on all> <laughs> it. <laughs> Um, so
0: that was so many terrible you, things. Pills.
1: <laughs> you can not take your pills. <laughs> you, y'all know
0: how I feel about Lola Mitchell, but we we can't condone trivializing mental mental health. <laughs> 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 and, and, I, I appreciate on one end how hard she went for her crew. Uh, he threw a water bottle at them. Juicy J did to him to suck his pain, um, mm-hmm. and you know, but you you just don't. And and and, and it can be argued that three six mafia mm-hmm. is not the most attractive you know, group of people that we've ever seen. But at the same time, it's just it just went so far left, so quick. And Busy had to leave for a second. And um,
2: mm-hmm.
0: you know, and they went on with the show. And overall it was great, Brian. It was a great versus I mm-hmm. had great nostalgia. They played all of my classics. For me, mm-hmm. 36 Mafia swept them in terms of a competition. Um mm-hmm. that's just me. And I think it depends on where you're from and how you grew up. That really right. determines who you think won. But for me and most other people from the South, it was a it was a landslide victory for the 3-6 mm-hmm. and the Mafia. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then lastly, Brian, they ended the Versus mm-hmm. with, you know, with my. You know what my favorite is? I know it's all it six. is. <clears throat> <Sly laughs> I know what it is. Slow on my knob. Like corn on the top. (laughs) Get with me and do your job. Lay on the bed and give me head. Don't have to ask. Don't have to beg. Juicy is my name. Sex is my game. Let's call the boys. Let's run the train. Squeeze on my nuts. Lick on my butt. That natural color hair. Please don't touch. Brian! (laughs) <laughs> that that thing I was I was almost sleeping it was 1230 at that point that thing riled me up <laughs> it was so good what did you th- I know you were watching a little what did you think of the versus
1: uh, I think it was uh, it was the, the matchup wasn't good um, <laughs> mm-hmm. in terms, I, I is, to me I think in the level of aggression even though busy went off and stuff like that he was trying to fight mm-hmm. and Tesla stuff like that I think 3-6 Mafia it's kind of like the the Jim Jones and the Dipset versus Lox and mm-hmm, it's kind mm-hmm. of similar to that you have two different styles in terms of 3-6 uh, to me is like a battle group like they are a mafia they're there to battle they're there for blood they're there to kill mm-hmm, mm-hmm. same thing with the Lox they were there to kill where and they have songs that are that, that say just <laughs> that <laughs> <laughs> you have yeah, backed that up. So I think I not that I'm not to take away anything with Bone Thugs. I think they have great catalog, great songs, great hits, and stuff like that. I just think they were definitely overmatched. Uh, and again, oh, for I sure. I'm a I'm a I love uh Bone Thugs, but I just think the songs and the atmosphere, even though uh, technically even though bone thugs is from Houston, they are an LA wannabe type group, so they had home court me from, from, from Cleveland. From Cleveland, yeah. Cleveland, so you had, did I say New York? What did I say? So, you said you know? Houston. Houston, sorry, Cleveland, excuse me, Cleveland. <laughs> How did I say Houston? I was stupid. I ain't going to um, let you that. go like you let me go last weekend. <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> um, they had on court advantage because, like, they are in, they're in L.A. sound. right? Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. you know, so, um, yeah, I just, I feel like it was definitely, we had Lola Mitchell on this show. We had and, Lola Mitchell on this show. <laughs> on this show. And when she was basically saying, like, you know. They, when she started in the group, they were battling each other. They were trying to kill each other and try to like mm-hmm. destroy one <laughs> another. Um, and she was like, Oh, we want, oh, we want the smoke. Basically, we want the smoke.
2: Mm-hmm. And I, mm-hmm. when
1: I heard that, I was like, Three Six Mafia is gonna go clown. They're gonna show their <laughs> tails they, and, and they're they, gonna, yeah, they're gonna they win. Can. They're gonna be the, they're gonna be the aggressor. They're gonna be the aggressor. And, and, and they did not And they brought out better features. They brought out, You know, it was just, it was just, it was definitely an unevenly match in terms of, um, and then, you know, y'all doing choreography and stuff, like, it just, it wasn't it. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. It wasn't, it wasn't it, so.
0: Yeah, I agree. I agree. Let's move on. But at the end of that verse, (laughs) as well, they (laughs) honored. Um, a Memphis legend. Um, Young Dolph mm. rest in peace. Um, so as you know when Young Dolph was gunned down a few weeks ago in the home in his hometown, my hometown of Memphis Tennessee, and the late rapper will now have a street named after him in South Memphis so according to WREG oh, excuse me, let me say it real black WREG Memphis Councilman <laughs> JB Smiley not my daddy, sponsored a resolution <laughs> celebrating <laughs> Dolph's legacy <laughs> on December 7th. There will be an event to unveil the street um, named at Dunn Avenue and Airways Boulevard on December 15th and the councilman smiley said it's an honor to celebrate the life and pay tribute to a great miffing and young golf so rest up to young golf and shout out to all the great things that he did during his yeah. lifetime um, for his community um, keeping it in thing with rappers brian drake withdraws mm-hmm. his 2022 grammy nominations so mm-hmm. according to variety drake and his management have withdrawn his 2022 grammy nods um, drake was nominated for best rap album for certified lover boy and best rap performance way too sexy featuring Future young now shout out uh, I don't. I wonder how future young thugs feel about that because that way too sexy. Quite right. possibly could have won, so they're right. not getting oh, a Grammy yeah.
2: <laughs> right. now.
0: Um, but anyway, because the voting period has already begun, a replacement nominee um, will not be selected, and the two categories Drake was in will move forward with only four competitors. Drake decisions to um, withdraw his late. Um, to draw this late into the process seems to be unprecedented. A submission, announcements, and ballots have already been posted. Um, Drake and his team have not come in on why he decided to withdraw. Brian, do, what What effect do you think this is going to have on this year's Grammy and quite possibly the future of the Grammy Awards?
1: I don't know. This year's is going to be, I, I want to know who else is in the category. Mm-hmm. Um, because the thing, weird thing is, like, Drake is a unless Kanye's in there. Drake I think Kanye is, is,
0: like, hitting up the um, gospel, right? The gospel categories, yeah.
1: Yeah, so on. on Drake to me is a he's a he's a Grammy darling. You know, what I'm mm-hmm. saying some people are just you know when they and they name is in there, they gonna have a great possibility of winning. Like when it comes to gospel, Kirk Franklin, if his name is in there, he's probably gonna win. Yeah. Um, Ram, um her, she's a Grammy darling, Alicia Keys, even though she was just terrible, was always up in there somewhere. Mm-hmm. Um, Taylor Swift, you know, a deal. Paul's on. Alicia though, songs in A minor was a good album, despite how oh, she I, sounded. <laughs> I'm not. She puts uh, the thing about Alicia. She has good music. She's a mm-hmm. musician, so she knows how to make. It's music. just that voice. That <laughs> voice is just terrible. And people in the whites love her. Like they, they love her. Um, but yeah. So I think Drake would have had a great opportunity. And to your point, as far as when it comes to the future and Young Thug, I'm like, bruh Like this is this is a, a almost a shoe in. Like why mm-hmm. not? Mm-hmm. Um so I would love to see what other songs were and, and artists were in those categories to see where he would have fallen. Uh, I don't know any because all of the Grammys is really is is name recognition. For if, sure. Because the people that vote for Grammys aren't like they're adding in more musicians and people in the industry. When it comes to rap, like these people don't know about rap. So little mm-hmm. mm-hmm. little baby can be in there. Um, who else can be in there? Anybody else can be in that category, but they're going to be like, "Oh, Drake! I know Drake! I'm going to check off Drake." And I'm going to do you think him,
0: him withdrawing his submission? You think him withdrawing his submission somehow invalidates whoever wins? Kind of the same way we talked about when like Naomi Osaka and like Simone Biles pulled out of the Olympics. You know what I'm saying? Like they won, but these really top tier people weren't in there. So do you think like the winner of these categories are going to kind of have that same asterisk? You know, um, it, proverbial it asterisk. Because I mean, yeah, a Grammy yeah. is a Grammy, right?
1: But yeah, like, Grammy you know. is definitely Grammy. Yeah. Um. Yeah. And, and but part of me. Also, things is like, I, I would love to see. I probably should have did some research on this to see who's in that category mm-hmm. to see if maybe he felt maybe like, oh, I my This song isn't strong enough, and I would rather not be in this category. Or it may be a homie that's in there, and he's mm-hmm. like, if I'm in here, I'm probably gonna win it. But the homie probably has a better opportunity or a chance to win it if I'm not in that category but considering yeah. that like who brought out stuff this year was it like did may come out with anything this year like who came um, out with she something had, this like, year
0: a ep but i don't but it came out so late in the year i'm not sure that um like, like that's a rap yeah album. i don't yeah i don't know if it's gonna i don't know if it's gonna make it um to that you know what i'm saying and like rap performance like that's a that's, yeah, that's, rap performance and rap album that's 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 interesting um i'm trying to see real quick um, best rap performance in that the remaining four is Family Ties by Baby King. Oh, that's that song Top of the morning. Top of the morning. Top of the Mona. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's a um, weird song. Yeah, so Family Ties by Baby King featuring K-Dot, uh, Up by Cardi B, My Life, J. Cole, and 21 Savage and Moray, and then Thought Stuff by Meg. Um, that's best rap performance, and then Best Rap album is now Off Season, J. Cole, King's Disease Nas. Um, call me if you get lost. Tyler, Tyler Creator win it is. and then Tyler, Don, yeah, Tyler's winning that, and then Donda Kanye.
1: Tyler's gonna win that. Yeah, Tyler is is that's yeah, clear. Tyler's is, is mm-hmm. incredible. So that's who's um, left in those two categories. Yeah, I can see I can see Kanye probably becoming. It's, it's a it's a name heavy category. Got Nas, J Cole, Tyler Creator, Kanye. Tyler probably is the he's a Grammy darling because the kind of music he makes. Mm-hmm. Um, Nas name recognition, J Cole. There's no way he's gonna win that category.
0: Wale um, should have. You know how I feel about this album.
1: Should have. Yeah. Been been did he? Did in, he? Did he come in in the right time or?
0: I, I don't know when. Um, Lauren dropped. It was a good in album. Terms of, it was. A, man, it was. a it's, it is. It's a good album. It's so much replay value over here in my house.
1: <laughs> if, any, I tell if you anything, I played that thing, bro. If anything, that one song with him and J Cole, like I can put that on repeat. Poke it out. Poke it out. That's a that's a that, goes he
0: did that. He did that sample justice, justice, justice. Um, justice. so yeah, but uh, anyway, Fcon US, yeah. <laughs> um, speaking of people who are making decisions, um, Chris Cuomo and CNN have made some decisions. You know, last week, um, we talked about how Chris Cuomo was suspended from CNN when details emerged, how he helped his brother. Former New York Governor Andrew by looking into a woman who's accused him of sexual harassment. Well, CNN has now terminated um, Chris indefinitely, um, effective immediately. Mm-hmm. Um, he's like terminated, not just suspended now. So, um, according to the New York Purse, Cuomo will not receive a severance package. That's interesting. And lost interesting. a book deal due to his mm-hmm. termination. And Chris is deciding uh, to do what all white men do, when something bad happens. He's allegedly preparing to sue <laughs> CNN for more than 18 mil. And effort to get the rest of his coin. And I think he just I don't know if he quit Brian or he was terminated mm. from his serious radio show as well. So he's leaving, oh. mm-hmm. he's leaving that. Um there's one thing that's not on the billboard that I I just have to bring up if that's okay with you, brother. Okay. Perfect. Okay. So last week we um in the in the living room conversation, you know, we had an HR professional and singer par excellence on here, John Campbell. Shout out to John. Thank you for being on the mm-hmm. show last just week. Just to John. Awesome. And during, I think it was our Culture Code game, we talked about Christopher Maurice Brown and how he is <laughs>
2: a vocalist.
0: And so, okay. you know, we took that clip, we took that sound soundbite and we put it on mm-hmm. the grams of Insta. Mm-hmm. And, you know, thank y'all for tapping into and engaging us. And every single comment... <laughs> Everyone mm-hmm. from people of mm-hmm. diverse backgrounds and musical taste and geographical areas, even someone who sleeps less than inches away from the co-host on this podcast, uh, on this pod, I'm not going to say a name, <laughs> even they agreed that Christopher Maurice Brown <laughs> is a vocalist. Now Brian, you know, said that he want I want to hear him at our auto town, and I, I that's do. my thing. So Brian, how do you feel that? <laughs> You know, Chris is also the people's champ.
1: Chris is, again, Chris Brown is my champ as well. He's my favorite R&B artist currently. He's one of the, I think he's one of the greatest R&B artists of all time. I think he's the current reigning king of R&B, and it's not even close. It's just when I think about vocalists, I don't think Chris Brown. But, Mm -hmm. you know, the people people have spoken. The people have spoken, and, you know, who am I? Who am I to um, go against the people? Who are you to go against the people? Yeah, and you know,
0: know, I I just, I just wanted to let it be known that we all love Breezy around here, okay? Oh, Breezy, you know, I stand by what I said that he's a vocalist, and Brian felt like he needed to hear Chris Brown with no. (laughs) Oh, you you have some, okay? Oh, yes, I I have some of the things.
1: Man. <laughs> more reverb.
0: I got more for you. I'm not done. <laughs> Who's in the background? A background singer. This is him and this is him okay. and Tank. Tank is on Heavy. piano. Don't need the auto tunes, Brian.
1: (laughs) Okay, Okay.
0: we're going to give Chris Brown his flowers. Anyway, I just wanted to do that. Now, there's something else that I need to do. I need to crush Mm -hmm. your spirit once again. The okay. Lakers are just on a losing streak in several ways. Oh, we, they we, we, they won last night. Okay, they won last night. Okay, whatever. <laughs> um, as, the, <laughs> as the as the reigning host, they are thirteen and twelve, number six. <laughs> and you know, the reigning host of Josh Rogers Athletic Recreation. I am I am the sports expert here, right? They are number six in the Western Conference. They're thirteen mm-hmm. and twelve. They're Underwhelming the people, and they decided yeah. to stay in that vein by allowing somebody's king of R and B, Jacquees, to sing the national anthem. Now, Brian, I thought about you know giving great mm-hmm. commentary, but in the spirit of this mm-hmm. show,
2: okay.
0: <laughs> I also decided. You know what? <laughs> I'm just gonna <laughs> let the people. I'm gonna let the people. I had to. I had to endure it. <laughs> and you too. You too. Will have to endure it, okay? Jacquees. Mm-hmm. Now I'm gonna ask you before I play this song, Brian. Brian, who, who was worse? Was it Jacquees or was it Fergie?
1: Ooh, uh, there are two different kinds of bad. <laughs> I, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say Fergie was worse mm. um, because I feel like she was doing the most. Um, he was being Jacques, She was doing the most. Um, but um, yeah, and I don't okay. know, and I. And I don't know if he's as bad as Carlos, though. And you see behind the
0: dawn's early <laughs> lights? What so proudly we have. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> this is so, so good. Y'all going to suffer through this whole thing. <laughs> and bright stars Jesus. through the pair.
1: For the <laughs> we watched
0: We're so cantily strangled <laughs> And
2: the rocket's
0: <laughs> reckless <laughs>
1: The Jean bombs Cruz. bursting in air Gave proof through the night
0: that our flag was still there, y'all. <laughs> there
1: oh say does that star-spangled banner yet
0: Jesus Christ or the land of the free yeah.
1: the of the brave
0: <laughs> and the home of the <laughs> red He does that
1: same run. Every single he time. and I
0: bet he won every talent show in high school. They probably just Bruh. thought he was a singer.
1: Listen, listen. He probably be kid that come to church and be singing in the Christmas program, and they'd be like, "Sing, sing." Ain't Jack from L.A.? Not the, no. Ain't John Cleese from Atlanta? I don't know. I just, I just, I oh. want to be shady. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I think Jocquees from here. Let's, let's do the, let's do the Google search. Let's do the let's see Google. search. is from. Jocquees. Don't put that on us. Don't put that on us. <laughs>
0: Brian said, "Not today.
1: Not, Not today. Today. Not today." He um, B E D is still a good song. that goes super hard.
0: Now, um, I now Jacques has some decent songs. He's the king he, he of can, remixes.
1: He can do a remix. He now. can do it
0: because I mean, because I will say his trip. His version of trip is a, little, mm-hmm. a lot better than LMA's. Uh mm-hmm, <laughs> But mm-hmm. it's that voice. I mean, uh, anyway.
1: Yes, he is from Decatur, Georgia. Decatur is
0: allegedly greater. Hmm. Yes.
1: Hmm. Birth name is Rodriguez oh, Jacquees. No, Broadway. this nigga of niggas name is not Rodriguez. <laughs> his, first Ro- Ro- is Rodriguez. It, his first name is Rodriguez. His first name is Rodriguez. And his, his middle name was Jaquise Broadnax. This Negro
0: mama gave him an That's... Hispanic last name as a first name. <laughs> this nigga, Rodriguez Jaquise, what? Broadmax?
1: Broadnax.
0: <laughs> Broadnax. Mm. Get out of here, Broad! Wait, we got a guest in the room. <laughs> we are continuing <laughs> our series of making y'all, making sure y'all are well prepared. For 2022. And today Mm -hmm. we're going to talk about all the money. Soon as I get my money right, I'm going to take good care of you. Ah, ah, Uh, ah. Just like I'm supposed to. uh, Baby, don't you? I promise. I promise. Yeah, that's a good song from one of our RB Kings.
1: Oh, music soul child. My favorite RB artist. Yes. Music soul
0: But anyway, yeah. um, so get ready, grab your snacks, grab your drink, grab all your things, head on down to the living room and meet us and our guests down there. And let's get this great conversation started. Let's do
1: it. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we thank you for sticking around. And we are yeah. a great part in the episode because we are extremely excited because we do have a guest in the living room today. Mm-hmm. We have somebody mm-hmm. Financial Guru who's going to kind of just drop some gems and get us ready for the next year. Uh, just a reminder, we've been trying to get ourselves ready. New year, new me for the next year, for 2022. Um, so we do want to bring some people in this this go around this month to make sure we're already hitting the ground running to make sure all of our stuff is together. So we want to bring in and introduce a person uh who is a friend of the podcast friend in real life. Anthony Walker. And Anthony, how are you doing today? And introduce the people, let the people know who you are and what you do for those that don't already know you.
2: I'm doing wonderful, Brian. I, I appreciate you and Joshua having me on here. Um I genuinely do. Uh we we got a good a chance to chop it up about some hip hop before we, you know, before we officially got started. So it's already been a vibe sure. so far. But uh my name is Anthony Walker. I'm the owner of I'm the founder and the CEO of Finance Friday. Um, Finance Friday mm-hmm. is an educational platform where I, I educate people on entrepre- entrepreneurship, um, business, and finances. Um, also, in, investing is kind of mixed in there as well. And really, I just share my life experiences. Um, you know what I'm saying? And, and some of the wisdom that was kind of passed on to me from my parents, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, Finance Friday actually started as a project to honor my parents. Um, once sure. I realized, oh. well, Once I realized how much they've given me um when it comes to that, that particular subject um in addition to the education that i do um, i've created a merch line that is you know that kind of goes hand in hand with some of the principles that i teach on and i believe in
1: that's what's up that's what's up and before we go any further tell the people where you're from
2: just just for my, my so, oh god yeah so, <laughs> so i'm from san diego california um hey. I, yeah <laughs> I, I, I current southern california for those that don't know we right by mexico about 15 minutes from mexico um, yes, sir. And I currently live in Oakland, California, so I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a Bay Area resident. Originally from San Diego, Brian, right? California, 15
0: minutes from Mexico. So he's one of the Negros. He is. <laughs> I
1: mean,
2: Hold you know no. <laughs> what is that? What's a Casa Negro, <laughs> bro? <laughs> you know, it's,
0: it's a coin. It's, you know, it's a term that Brian and I have coined and taken on to describe ourselves. Oh, you know, I'm we're sorry. not. You know, we're, we're not shy. You know, with the tequila. Uh, <laughs> you
2: know, we're black. Yeah. You know, so
0: we're the Casa Negros.
2: Oh, uh, that's that's you a know. good one. That's a good one, we're right? Black there. friends.
0: Black friends. <laughs> black friends. I was, I was a black that's,
2: that's a black That's that's a very that's a very uh great term to coin. Like, that's an extremely like I feel like y'all need to get ahead of that right there. You need to, you know, it's good you said it on the podcast a couple of times. You might want to trade right that. You know what I'm saying? Listen, we we've talked it's about good. finances,
1: let's let's make an NFT on it, right? Let's let's <laughs>
2: Yes, sir. Casa Negros <laughs> is is a winner.
1: <laughs> All right, let's do that. We're gonna do
2: tonight, Josh. We're gonna
0: do that tonight, now. tonight. Um, but that's what's up, man. Let's 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 jump right into the conversation uh, real quick. Um, so, black people, our, our our podcast. I mean, we invite everyone of every shade and every we ethnic do. background to listen. But we always are talking to black people, and uh, we so we have a very interesting history with money. From slavery to working for free to sharecropping, which was forced debt. And then, you know, periods of back then and even now of underemployment and minimal wages. How is black people's perspective around like how has all of this contributed to what you know of our cultural perspective around finances and money?
2: Um, I think that everything that you explain has directly impacted our mindset when it comes to money. And just yeah um, culturally, what I believe is we've arrived, arrived to a point. In our history where we put money above everything else, right? Like, not every, not all of us, right? But I think that it's, it's like a, a cool culture, like a hip hoppy type of idea that money over everything, right? Um, So I think that's one thing that's interesting that obviously comes from our history. Um, and then there's another, I think, end of the spectrum where it's like, you know, the respectable, I don't even want to say respectable, quote unquote, respectable black folks, right? Like yeah. the people that have typical, typical jobs and like working class people um, don't really have a, a full grasp or, or haven't really had a full grasp on what to do as far as managing and creating wealth. Right. Uh, maybe right. managing mm-hmm. but not so much the creating piece. And I think obviously that comes from we, we just don't have as much practice. Right. But I think we kind of have these two extreme ends of the spectrum where it's like money over everything. You know what I'm saying? That's the most important thing. And I don't like money is just kind of a means to an end. I'll just use it to pay my bills, you know, get my kids through school and things like that. And and, and, and that's about it. Right. So for me, the first thing that I, I think is important for us is that for those that are, you know, on the end of the spe- the, the I would say the younger, you know what I'm saying, uh, uh, uh like loving money kind of end of the spectrum, I think that it's important that we start right. with creating principles that mm-hmm. govern the way that we look at money and the way that we, you know what I'm saying? The way that we treat money, right? Because if you put principles, no, for sure. if we put our principles before money, then we'll have a better opportunity as a collective to grow our wealth and not just love it. You know what I'm saying? Love it. Not, not love the money, but, but kind of keep the money and grow it. Um, so that's the first thing, right? And the second thing for me is for those that haven't really been besides just working and getting a paycheck, those that haven't been really involved in, um, and wanting to create wealth, I just think that it's important that they start to try, start to get involved, right? And there's a, a couple simple ways that I feel like we could do that. And I don't know if I answered that question. I think that's uh, a snapshot, I think, of where we're at. I'd be up here all day if I talk about the history and just the way that we were like resources have been extracted from our communities and that's a, a big reason we're in a condition that we're in. Um from from slavery to like discrimination to like redlining and all types of different things that
1: all kind um, of stuff, yep.
2: yeah. all types of stuff that prevented us from having money and even took money out of our communities and took it to other communities. But in short, I think that's where our mindsets have been around money. But I'm starting to see a shift though for sure.
1: That's what's up. Uh, and you kind of mentioned that. I would kind of like to kind of hopefully you can expound on it in terms of you said as far as principles around money. What were those, some of those principles you think that could probably help us out
2: in those areas? Yeah. So I'm, I'm glad you asked. So I, I created uh, I created a framework called the 12 principles of financial freedom. And I created okay, a, I, I, I created another framework called the 10 principles of black wealth. Um, I'm not going to bore you with all of those. Right. But. The first principle of financial freedom is to pay yourself first. And that came directly from my father. And I found out as I started sharing this, that it actually came from my grandfather. Um, he was born in 1899. He had a third grade education, but he had enough wisdom to teach his son that take a percentage of whatever you make and save that for yourself. Right. And I think now as you know, now we're in a different generation, I've taken that same wisdom and I, I tell people to pay yourself first. So save a little bit of it, but also make sure or save a percentage of your money. Um, but once you have a, a decent savings savings account, I, I also think that it's important for us to invest that money. To me, that's that's what I consider paying yourself first, either saving, saving and or investing. Right. So that's the first thing that we need to make sure that we start doing. Um, and if we could do if we could if we could uh, succeed at that principle, I think that a lot. um that we could we could you know grow as individual like in our individual finances just by doing that one simple thing.
0: That's what's up. Like so, is there a specific amount that you suggest people start off with in terms of paying themselves? So it's paying. I know you mentioned paying yourself in terms of investing, but what about paying yourself in terms of
2: just like discretionary funds? What do you mean by discretionary funds, though? What's, so like paying the-
0: yourself. This is this is just my money. This ain't bills. This ain't savings. This ain't investing. This is what I feel
2: like you know what I'm gonna have fun with this. Yeah. Well, that's not. I mean, that's not. That's not paying yourself first that is okay because because your discretionary funds if you're if you're going to use them to go do things right so by Mm -hmm. definition Mm -hmm. you're gonna you're paying you're gonna pay somebody else right okay the goal when it comes to that section of money is is literally this is for me and my future i don't want to spend this money got you for five to ten to twenty to forty to fifty to a hundred years right like this is the money that's going to help take care of my children um but as far as the, so as far as that is concerned, as far as the, the saving slash investing part of your uh, uh, part of your your money um, initially to get started, I think everybody should start off with at least 10 percent. Um, and I think that as you see that little lump of money grow, I, the, the most people want to contribute more as their savings starts to get stronger and or their investment portfolio start to get stronger because you realize you, what you got. Right. Um, Mm -hmm. As far as discretionary funds, I don't have a a specified percentage of how much you should go do what you want with. (laughs) Um, But but, but for me, the idea is that as long as you start off with 10 percent, eventually grow to 20 percent, you know, and depending on how you earn, right, you're going to want to continue to grow that. But the point is, as long as you're doing that to me everything else is secondary right as long as we're, we're we're consistently investing and consistently saving i think everything else is everything else obviously pay your bills and do what you got to do and then from there you know it is what it is but um one thing i will say is oh, i forgot what where my line of thinking was just now actually so yeah that's that's my my general <laughs> thought about that no that's, and what's that's great.
1: and i actually i, I was you know, i work in finance and uh, or in financial services industry and that's a tip that i heard um uh, well-known when well, I well, within our organization, a person to say um, like paying myself first is something I'm going to do. And he was saying, I'd rather miss out on some bills or whatever, but I'm going to at least if anything, I'm mm-hmm. going to pay my, myself first. If my phone got to get cut off, I'm at least going to pay myself first. If I got to, you know, go without gas this week or whatever, I'm going to at least pay myself first. I know at least that's mine. And I have that for my children or what have you. So that was definitely um, something I've heard before. And I, I think that's a great tip. Uh, and, and speaking of, uh, children. I'm gonna kinda of, kinda of pivot a little bit here. Sure. Um and I think you said something earlier about regarding the kids and stuff like that and saving things for my family. Uh we understand like in 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 black households, just in households in general, we want to make sure that we're leaving some type of legacy um for our children, right? We want to make sure that, you know, um we're creating black wealth and all that kind of good stuff. So kind of piggybacking on what you said regarding legacy for our kids, how important do you think it is for us to have generational wealth and and what can we do to create it?
2: Yeah. So just to quickly to rewind, the point that I wanted to make about paying yourself is we have to make sure that we automate this, right? If we automate a system where, we're, where it's automatically happening, then we won't think about that extra 10% or 20% yeah. that we're putting to the side. If we don't, then we have decision-making power, and we don't want decision-making power when it comes to that particular thing, <laughs> right? Um, but to, yeah. to, to answer your follow-up question, um, I think I, obviously, I think as just anybody, right, black people, anybody, I think. The goal is always to, to leave something for your children. Right. And I think that the way that I see that, I feel like my parents, the generational wealth that they left me has been wisdom and information. Right. And from my mom's perspective, she left me love like and she, they're both still here. Right. But these Ooh, are things that are that are part of their legacy that that I'm I, I, like, I feel every day and I'm able to pass out with abundance. Um, so that's the first thing. Right. But to speak to, like, your real point, <laughs> to speak to your real point, like, it's extremely important that we pass something on to our children. Um, but I i don't I don't think we should. What I, I try to control for is us getting overwhelmed with this idea. Right. I think mm-hmm. that if you just focus on the process that they can and will be taking. Era, right. So the pay yourself first is, is one of the principles that I kind of spoke to. Um, another thing that's uh, another thing I'll say is I think that it's extremely important whether you have a nine to five um, or whatever you have going on that you that you create skills that you can monetize on the side. Right. Because that's where some mm. of that extra money can come. Some of that extra money could come from, and that's how you could kind of grow those investments and things like that that we talked about. And to me, I think that the goal, and what the last generation did a, a, a decent job at, actually was leave was was purchasing homes and leaving real estate. What we didn't do a good job of was retaining that real estate. So I I tell people that buy, like buying land, it's a it's one of the, it's the fifth principle of financial freedom. I tell people that's the first principle of generational wealth because if you could purchase land, that's a big asset now, and now multiple people can. Um, can benefit from it, whether it's living there once you're gone, or you know, yeah. selling it and, and getting a little bit of money for it. Um, but I think that just just as important, just hand in hand with that, is the information piece. Is 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 like the the, the planning piece, right? Because mm-hmm, I, mm-hmm. my generation, especially like in Oakland and Sandy, San Diego, but Oakland specifically, you see a lot of people that inherited homes, but they ended up selling it off to the highest bidder. And yep. if they don't know what to do with that money, then it, it, it kind of is off or not. So my two, a couple things is just make sure that we're teaching our children. Just That's just as important as giving them things. And number two is like buying, like real estate is extremely important. I think that it's a, a, a one of the the largest assets that we could pass on to our children.
0: It's interesting that you mentioned that because um, I think so many people like of course as a as a black culture right we have systemic issues that have like stopped us from being able to acquire real estate and do some of these things but then i think there are also to your point just some decisions that some of us have made right that have allowed us to not be able to take advantage of certain wealth opportunities so considering all of that what are some other common i guess mistakes or mismanagements that people use and what can they do to like not getting in those spots
2: just people in general or are you talking about the the, the next generation
0: well people in general or, okay. or the next generation for yeah. sure yeah I, I
2: would say that the number one mistake that we're all making or that we have all made um when it comes to our money is not investing in the stock market the stock market <clears throat> and real <throat> estate to me are the two the two the stock market is the number one producer of of millionaires right And it's not as complicated as we as we think it is. Right. Once you have a a set of fundamental understanding, then you'll be able to understand how the stock market work. What's a good company? What's not? And it's crazy because the reason the way the way I started uh, started Finance Friday was because I was studying the stock market. And I realized that when you study the fundamentals of a stock. Right. The stuff that they say about the fundamentals of the stock are the stuff my dad already told me, and he's never invested in the stock market. So, what I, My point is it's not hard to pick a winner, right? So like the fundamentals right. of the stock market, just to give just a quick overview, right? When you're looking at a, a company, a couple of the first questions you ask, number one is what's their what's their cash on hand? That's essentially their savings. So my dad said, pay yourself first, have a strong savings. Number two, mm-hmm. you're going to ask what, how many, what's their assets, but you're going to look at their balance sheet and see what their assets are versus their liabilities. You obviously mm-hmm. want them to have a lot more assets than they have liabilities. Right. right. Um, right, right. Uh, a, another thing you're going to look at, you're going to look at debt. Right. Um, mm-hmm. You know, the Bible says, Oh, oh no man, anything. Right? right. So I think that as long as, so that's the third thing you're going to look at. So as long as you understand these principles, which a lot of us do, then you could be successful in the stock market without making it rocket science. So the number one, the number one mistake that we make is not investing, right? Mm-hmm. Right. And as much as I love real estate and I feel like it's been a, it, I mean, it's a great tool for wealth building and things like that. Um, I think that we miss out on the the more low hanging fruit because you could invest in the stock market for a hundred dollars. You could start at a hundred dollars, yep. you know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. or, or whatever, right? And who doesn't know that Apple's going to be here in a hundred years? Um, right. Who doesn't know that Amazon's going to be, I mean, I don't know, 100 years, right? But 50 for our lifetimes for yeah, sure, right? For sure. Um, yeah. Just, you know, pending the world ending. But I'm just saying <laughs> certain, certain <laughs> companies are going to be here and are going to do well financially. So we should spend some of our money with the people that are the best in the world at business. And that's essentially what buying stocks is, 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 is putting my money, investing my money there and letting them grow it. So I think that's the biggest mistake that we that that black folks have made um, and that we need to stop making going forward, in my opinion.
1: Yeah. And that's a that's a great point. And I think even nowadays, I think it's even that much easier to invest. Like you could open up a Robinhood account real quick Mm -hmm. and just put a couple of dollars in there. And I've done it just for fun. Especially during the pandemic, I got bored uh, (laughs) and I was just buying penny stocks. I'll go out there, Google penny stocks and, and those that don't know penny stocks are like really low priced stocks. Right. Um, and it would be like eight, yeah, 80 cents a share, a dollar a share. And I'll go buy a whole bunch of shares just to see what happens, you know, spend like 50 bucks on like some penny stocks. And then some of the, some of the penny stocks grew significantly. Right. And then I was able to share some of, uh, sell some of those off. And I think I got AMC at one point for like five bucks and then like blew up, went crazy. And then I got a whole bunch of, uh, money off of that. But so it's, it's so much easier nowadays, but a lot of people, like you said, don't know, uh, about the stock market. Um so I'm glad you you made that point um regarding mistakes that we make and uh, kind of keeping on when it comes to mistakes. One of the mistakes mm-hmm. I know a lot of people have and a lot of people growing up uh is really regarding like credit, right? Credit scores, mm. you know, some people I know parents had like stuff in their names and they get <laughs> 18 <laughs> they get 18 and they you know they can't build your own name. <laughs> right? And they find out that their credit score is like 2. You know what I'm saying? Like it's just because they, they don't know, right? Some people don't know about that. So, how important uh, is is your credit score? What is how important is that? What can you do? I guess to fix it or or all that kind of good stuff.
2: Yeah. So, I I think that it's important that you pay your bills first off. Mm-hmm. Um, right. I, I I do. How do I put this? I think even more important than your credit score is not going into debt. That's what I. That, that's my that's my first you know statement on that. Our, our our credit score is important. Our buying power is important. Depending on what you're looking to buy. If you're looking to purchase real estate, then you should have some credit. Right. And I think all that should be all of our goals at one point in time is to purchase some real estate. um, And just, you know, it, it caught it like you have to have credit in order to do that. Um, So I would say it's important for that for other purposes. For me, I, it's important for that and to leverage to make more money. Right. Mm-hmm. So like mm-hmm. the biggest companies in the world have 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 debt. Right. Like I said, that's one of the things you look at when you're looking at these big companies Um, is what their debt is. Um, so it's not that debt is a bad thing, but it's that nine times out of ten, the the, the credit card companies are going to win, right? So we have to make sure that we're either that 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 we're we're using it like we're using credit to 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 build our, or we're using it to, credit cards to build our credit, and that we're paying paying that off on a monthly basis. Like we shouldn't keep balances because interest interest kills us, right? Interest interest ki- like really mm-hmm. kills us. So uh, I say that to say credit is to be leveraged; it's not to be abused. You shouldn't keep a you shouldn't keep a balance on a credit card. You should pay it off every single month. Um, and credit scores are extremely important for the purposes of purchasing real estate and or you know, making, leveraging to make more money. And just one, and one point, just to go back to the investing piece, I think it's, yeah. it's important for people to understand that there's a difference between investing and trading. So when we're imbe- when we're investing, we're thinking like long, longer term horizon, five, 10, 15 years. Right. Um, and when we're trading, we're, you know, kind of like you were talking about, you're, you're putting some money in, it goes up, we sell it. And there's nothing wrong with like trading is a good thing too. Right. But trade to invest. So if you're going to trade and make some money, that's fine. But we, we all should have a portfolio that's for the like for the purpose of retire. like this is my money my tomorrow money essentially
0: so like let's 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 lean into that for a minute because um the 401k most most of us who have a full-time nine-to-five privileged enough to have one of those are offered a 401k or 403b um that's what i'm offered in my job We're for a nonprofit. so like is is that separate from paying yourself? Or is that in addition to, or is that, could that be considered paying yourself as well, that level of investment into yeah. like that future you?
2: Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I, I think that retirement, like the, the the typical 401ks, 403bs are extremely important um, mm-hmm. as far as retirement and stuff like that is concerned. The problem, well, number two things. The first thing is if your job does any type of matching program, you should absolutely any type of matching program you should absolutely max that out that's the first mm-hmm. thing right mm-hmm. the sec the second thing is is um we want to we want to control we want to control a, a, at least a portion of our money right i'm not saying we want to control every dollar but we do want to have our own portfolio because to be if i'm being honest besides them matching and the fact that it's tax uh uh tax uh like you don't have to pay like it's pre-tax that's good yeah. right but besides that, th- there's a lot of fees that are associated with those those 401ks and those 403bs. Mm-hmm. Like, there's mm-hmm. a lot of people getting paid before you get paid, right? Which is, right. It, it's still viable and we still need it. And yeah, pay into that. But also thinking about, think about let's think about creating portfolios for ourselves that we control. Um so that's my that's my message. But yes, it absolutely is. Consider paying yourself, and you know that money's going to be there. But we 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 wanna, we want to we want to we want to create something for ourselves concurrently as well. In my opinion,
1: yeah, uh, great point. And, and I guess to to clarify that uh, when you say as far as create your own portfolio, what is what are some things you think as far as it should be in that? Uh,
2: I, as far as uh, like the stock, I mean, as far as just the stock market, like what, what do you what do you mean by that?
1: Right. So if, if somebody if somebody were to say, well, how can I? You know, I'm just as a novice person, how can I create my own portfolio like what am i is it you know what am i including in the in that portfolio
2: yeah so yeah so how do we create our portfolio the first thing is um there's something called brokerage accounts all a brokerage account is is a bank that you could buy and sell stock market or buy and sell stocks on from right um okay. so Robinhood is considered a brokers account but it's not a full service brokers account right it's it's good for you know people like it's, it's a good thing because it gave a lot of people access right but um, yeah. full service brokers accounts, we want one. It's, it's just like everybody has a bank. Everybody should have a full service brokers account. Uh, uh, uh TD Ameritrade, uh, Charles Sh- like Schwab. Um, I can't think of any other ones off the top of my head. Those are the two I have. Right, E Trade. Right, um, the different ones. But so so the first pr- the first step to the process is to get a full service brokers account. Literally, it, they're they're better customer service than banks. They pick up the phone when you call. Like you know, what I'm saying like it's it's it, but it's it's as simple as opening up a bank account. Literally, they have online everything fully online. Um, they have branches; a lot of been closed down since COVID. But it's the simplest thing in the world, just as simple as opening up a bank. So you want to get a, a full service broker's account is the first thing. As far as what to put in it, the most the simplest thing to do is to get to get. I I'll go into the explanation. So there's something called ETFs. Yeah, um, sure. There's something called ETFs essentially I a, 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 I can't think of what it's what it stands for it's right. Exchange traded exchange funds. Exchange traded funds. That's what it is. But basically it's like a basket of stocks, right? It's not one it's not one company. It's not Apple that you're buying. You're buying a basket of stocks, right? So there's mm-hmm, ETFs mm-hmm. and there's indexes. Indexes is like you hear on the news the S&P 500 is up today or the s or the Dow is down today or the Nasdaq is, you know, whatever, right? So right. th- those are indexes. And then we have ETFs, which is a bundle of stocks. You want to start by purchasing, by by getting, by, uh, tracking either an index or so buying, um, buying, so like buying a, 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 a ETF or a mutual fund that follows the S&P 500, or, or a ticker that follows the NASDAQ, right? So QQQ is an example of the one that follows the NASDAQ. That's the uh, ticker symbol. So you want to get a couple of those, right? Uh, a couple things that follow the market. Uh, Either ETF or, or 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 just an index, right? A couple of those. Buy fifty dollars worth every week or every month or whatever you're, you know, whatever whatever you could afford to to live without, right? Put it on auto. You could literally put it on automatic and just do that every single week, every single month, right? Whatever your flow is. In addition to that, I think you should have like two just tech stocks, like two blue chip stocks. You know, they're not going anywhere. Um, mm-hmm. they're still in the technology field. They're still innovating. So they're still, you know what I'm saying? Have a future, not, not dinosaurs, but, but stocks that we know are going to be here. They're huge players. Now they're going to be huge players in the future. You should buy a couple of those and do the same thing. Just automatically buy every single month. They, they call it dollar cost averaging. And if you do those two things, uh, and on oh, before you do those, if you do those two things, you could, you'll be very, very well off in 30 years, right? I'm not saying you're going to get rich quick, but in 30 years, you are going to be like, dang, your kids will be like, dang, pops wasn't playing. Like, dang, moms wasn't playing. Like (laughs) they really put it together for me. But, and before you do any of that, there's something called uh, uh, a interest calculator, right? Uh, A compound interest calculator. Everybody should go online and just look and Google online interest calculator and start playing with it. It'll tell you if I put a hundred dollars a month in for 30 years. And I get oh, uh, another thing to say, the market averages about 10 to 12% increase per year over the last hundred years. Right. So mm-hmm. those are the indexes that I talked about there. They're predictable and what they're going to go up. So just play with 10 to 12%, right? If I say I put in, you know, a uh, hundred dollars a month or $200 a month, what's my money going to look yeah. like in 30 years with this compound interest. And if you look at those numbers, it's mind blowing. It's genuinely mind blowing. Um, and, I, and that's what I think we've been kind of kept boxed out of for, for so long. I think once we get once we're able to do that, then uh, I, I think we could create some uh, some some good little, you know, some kids that are more free. Let me just say say it like that.
0: No, that's what's up. And it's and it's interesting that you broke down. Like how to build a portfolio and all the things that can go into building that portfolio and building your right. savings, because we got a whole lot of internet financial advisors out here who just be spewing off stuff right? You got a whole bunch of people who look at memes and Instagram and Twitter you know for financial advice, and one of the consistent things that Brian and I talk about is the the the, the whole tempory of LLC Twitter. Oh Right. You know, uh you know, always talking about, you know, millionaires don't sleep. And if you want to be successful, you don't sleep. Even Steve Harvey said that you don't sleep like, no, nigga, I sleep. I need rest. Right. Jesus. 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 Doing a storm. <laughs> Doing a storm. You know, am I better than Jesus and, and the Bible no? says that he got all the cattle on the hill. And he was there with sleep. Uh, that's right. <laughs> uh, but no, we, we, we say all that to say that. It is also condemned when people, you know, and going back to that point about discretionary funds, people, when people enjoy their money, right? Now we do know that some, that's, we, me and Brian live in Atlanta. So you got a whole bunch of people living above their means and living the housewives' life and, you know, financing everything with, you know, all kind of credit cards and they got the, you know, the money to back it up. But there are some people who genuinely, right, like are enjoying their money and rightfully so. Um, so let's, I want to, I want to have a conversation about like the duality. Right. Mm-hmm. Of being like financially fit and doing all the things. But then also, you know, what I'm saying if I want to wear the Gucci belt, I'm going to wear the Gucci belt. Um, Because while because while Bill Gates may not be flashy, like we got some people who are big in culture, you know, what I'm saying have acquired a lot of success. And, you know, I still live a very lavish lifestyle. So, like, how can we balance the duality? Right. And how can we kind of mitigate these opposing, you know, mm-hmm. views and conversations that's thrown at us?
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I 100% agree with you with the LLC, Twitter, and the hotelery. <laughs> like, you're you're never going to be rich if you do this. I think that part of that, man, is we be, we just blame black people for, for stuff that's really not our fault. Like, mm-hmm. we, we didn't put ourselves in this position that we're in, first off and yeah. foremost, right? Secondly, I mean, you know, we whatever. Like, some of us stay here for longer than we should. But the point right. is, it's not... That's first off. Like, if if we turned in all our Gucci belts today, we would not be, you know what I'm saying? Like financially fit as a people <laughs> right. you just wouldn't exactly right so, <laughs> and there's a lot of Gucci belts but, but, but so no I I I, I tend to g- disagree with that I do I, I do I mean it's just about being responsible I think there's if we're responsible first then you can do whatever you want like I said if you just if you pay yourself first and you invest your money and 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 and, and just a percentage of it I to me besides that I don't care if you budget or not like I'm not that's not the time <laughs> I don't care but as long as you budget that piece, everything else is everything else. Pay your bills and then do what you want. It's how I see it, right? Um, mm-hmm. So that's my simple position on it. I don't know. I don't know what y'all think, man.
1: <laughs> I agree with the same thing. I, LLC Twitter gets in my nerves. like because they'll be. Yes. Oh, if you if you stop buying these Jordans, or you instead of buying these Jordans, you can buy an LLC or a domain, and then if you buy the domain, you can flip that and do something. It's like. But do you know but, the cost you know, of the LLC, and like I got to pay annual fees on it. I, when I buy these J's, these J's are that's it. It's a one time <laughs> purchase. I didn't spend a hundred, two hundred dollars, and that's it. That's it. Right. And and thing, if you really get into sneaker culture, like black people aren't the only ones that are buying sneakers, and there's really more people outside of the culture in terms of black people that buy sneakers. Like if you go to sneaker con and all that kind of stuff, like there are uh, people of all kinds of persuasions that are into sneakers. They buy sneakers, and no one talks about anybody other than black folks that buy sneakers. Mm-hmm. Right. It's just. You know, it's just because, you know, I don't know. So I I definitely. And if we get the LLC, like, who's telling people what to do with the LLC? So they just got LLCs out here? You know what I'm saying? Random person incorporated?
0: Like, what is happening? Like, you know, (laughs) we get all this advice and no follow through. And that's that's my issue with it, right? I don't think there's anything wrong, right, with starting a business or putting a putting in a few hundred dollars or a few hundred thousand dollars whatever to do whatever you want to do but like at what point are we teaching strategic initiatives right to mm. go beyond these kind of like soundbite tweets and oh, yeah. um, these things that get people just going because i've seen a lot of people start businesses that it was just you know that, that ain't did nothing and because they was influenced by somebody else telling mm-hmm. them that this is the path to success but well, there are multiple paths right and right. to enter your point anthony i think we have to be Like, responsible. And I think as long as you're responsible, you're paying yourself, like, that that investment piece. And I hope all y'all caught that, right? We're going to start. If you ain't started paying yourself Yeah, we're going to start today. And then, like, you know, paying your bills. Because I got I got two old kids and a wife upstairs, right? They ain't going to (laughs) come in here without no lights. You know, so we're going to pay these bills. And then we're going to get our Gucci belt. Right. And then, and then we go get, <laughs> you know, Brian's a, Brian's a sneaker here. So then you go sneaker. get, the, you know, the ones and, the, you know, the the space grays coming out is it mm. next weekend or this I'll weekend. Go, I'll be getting those. You know yep. what I'm saying? Like, you know what I'm saying? So if you have the capacity, you know what I'm saying, to your support, I don't care what people do. Just be honest, live within your means and like, you know, build within your capacity. And I think we'll be, you know, we'll be straight.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, Brian. Um, yeah. And I, this is something I've really been doing research on and I have no I have no skin in the game on this one here so I really would yeah. love to find yeah. out if you have any information um, so cryptocurrency right? mm. I, I think I have like a, some doge or whatever uh, or dog I don't know what, how to pronounce it but I have something like that um, but I really to be honest with you working in finance and all that kind of stuff I have no clue um, the depths of what cryptocurrency is is it the future um, is it something we should tap into or do you feel like the, the, the dollar the way it is now is they're always going to
2: be supreme? Yeah. So the, the, the uh, no, <laughs> the dollar is not always going to be supreme. I, I absolutely believe in cryptocurrency, but not all of them, right? They're not all going to succeed. There's, there's a, a billion cryptocurrency. Anybody can make a coin, right? So that's the first thing. Mm, okay. But the top dogs are going to be, uh, they're going to be here and they're going to suck up a lot of the financial systems that exist in the world. Right. And I, I you know, we'll, we'll kind of go into why, right. But, Bitcoin and Ethereum are going to be here for the long haul. There are some other ones in the top ten, and maybe even the top twenty that'll be here for a long time. But as far as just if you're not interested in that world, I would simply buy same same principle, automated buy some crypto or some Bitcoin and buy some Ethereum every month or every week or whatever feels comfortable for you a certain amount. Mm-hmm. And I would just mm-hmm. leave it alone because in the future we're going to need it. Right. Mm-hmm. The reason yes. we're going to need it is because cryptocurrency is it, it has technology at the center and the, the technology okay. is called blockchain technology and blockchain technology is is just actually just a very efficient way to do a lot of things that we've been doing. Right. So like if you think of banks and how much money they make just by being a middleman It's it's ridiculous like those are the amongst the richest institutions in in, in America and even in the world and all they like I'm not gonna say all they do but essentially their 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 business model is being a middleman What you are able to do on the blockchain you're able to do anything on the blockchain you're able to do in traditional finance will it be adopted to the point to that point not immediately it's going to take a long time for it to start to suck it was already sucking up market share from banks and things like that already right. Right. but it's going to take a long time before it sucks up a significant amount of market share where it's like, all right, y'all, we really only doing stuff online. Like, we're really only doing cryptocurrency. So it's not it's not going to be a tomorrow thing. But you absolutely could do anything on the blockchain that you could do in traditional finance. And it's kind of scary. Like, okay. thinking like real estate agents, right? They have mm-hmm. something called smart contracts through blockchain. Like, real estate agents and brokers. Anybody that plays an a in-between role. You could literally code these contracts on the blockchain and never have to deal with another person right besides the person you're, you're buying the house from but you could literally write the contract up and oh there goes the, there goes the deposit okay that's the first step okay oh, there goes the rest of the payment that's the second step the house is yours mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. like but literally when i say anything that you could do in traditional finance you could do in, in digital uh in in the block blockchain world so we can stay there if you want to. I can, we we, we yeah. can nerd out if y'all got any other specific <laughs> questions. Um, or you can just hear me when I say buy some Ethereum, buy some Bitcoin, automate it, leave it alone. Coinbase is just as simple. Also, just as simple as, as starting a bank account. Get you a little Coinbase account. And, okay. And, and do that, and 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 just look up in ten years, and you you you'll see you'll catch on. It's just like having an iPhone. You know, you'll learn the features at one point. You know.
0: Yeah. No. I, I and I, I agree because while I don't know a lot about crypto, I, I'm familiar with Coinbase. I wrote a few editorials about them, featuring the stuff that they're doing specifically for Black people. um But like, I also saw that um, OBJ, like you know, mm-hmm. requested that his you know his his salary be paid out in crypto um so i definitely think we're going to start seeing trend. like you know what i'm saying when 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 culture begins to influence things right a lot of people begin to follow um so i 100 percent agree and um i just want to stay there on culture for a while so we know black people we is you know i don't really believe in black i do believe in black culture but black culture really defines culture like we define the culture uh, a lot of people follow us in what we do and that's a, that's, that's a few things you know that 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 that, that, that you know that are very prominent in our culture concerning money mcdonald's money that is you know we ain't never got it <laughs> we ain't never got mcdonald we got money for a whole lot of things we ain't never got mcdonald's we ain't never got mcdonald's money um we always worried about our electricity bill being ran. i was just yelling at my kids today about all the lights that was upstairs like i told them, you don't pay no bills in this house right why is your bedroom light on and you're downstairs and then grandma and them and and they're distrusting banks Money's mm-hmm. in the money in the mattress. So my grandmother is of age, of age. She's like ninety five,
2: mm-hmm.
0: and she had a conversation with my my mother recently, and told her whenever the Lord take me home, I, she drew her a map of her house and said, "You go in these rooms and you get these persons." <laughs>
2: That's right. Cause she
0: got like she got like stashes of money.
2: Yeah.
0: Um, and she's like, don't no, you touch my purses until I'm out of here. But <laughs> you go in these purses. And, she, and my grandmother has always with a 10th grade education, always been a hustler, always had money. So I like so I guess like what is your perspective on, I guess, some of the cultural things that we've built around money? And then I guess what are some of the things says because you don't have children yet, right?
2: not yet not yet okay
0: so like so as you as you you know continue to cultivate and build a family if you if y'all choose to do so right um like what are some of the you know the black cultural things you're going to definitely abandon <laughs> yeah what are some of the things that you're going to keep and pass down
2: oh uh, we cutting off lights for sure oh Especially, for sure yeah, <laughs> my, my, my wife ain't going for it if i'm even if it, if it gets past me it's not getting past her that's that's happening but uh uh, I, I think that, man, some of them things, some of them things are good. Do you have McDonald's money, kid? Like you, you want, you want all this money for me, but do, what do you like? Do you have anything to contribute? Like, nah, we ain't right. doing it. Um, I think that's just, that's a, our clever way of saying no. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like these are mm-hmm. things that are important. Like, should we have some money tucked off and on hand? Like, yeah, I'm a proponent of that too, right? That That's, that's good too. And I will say Kind of, kind of, to dip into the crypto conversation and speak on this, this idea of mattress money. The, the thing about the American dollar, right, is yeah. that uh, so a hundred dollars today in thirty years is going to be worth about forty eight thousand dollars because of inflation. So it's a, it's a silent killer that really erodes our money over time, and we have, we just don't know. Like we don't know until mm-hmm. it's too late. You look up and a carton of milk is ten, fifteen dollars. You know what I'm saying? A, a gallon of gas is twenty three dollars like we're just we're just not going to know until until it's too late so yeah. i'm not saying don't have a little a little tuck a little tucked off to the side for whatever right like i'm not against that but just understand that 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 what that money is going to do over time like we should also i think we should just also have more in the storehouse than we have in a storefront. right i think that speaks to a lot of what we talked about good. earlier that's good yeah. i'll write that down <laughs> yeah so make, make make sure that we have make sure that we have um you know, some some tucked off to the side, but make sure that we have stuff inside investments and in our inside of our investments. It's OK to have our little save money at the house. Um, but to me, I think that's what it just comes down to, making sure that we're being responsible, taking care of ourselves, investing our money. Uh, when we talk about black folks and our isms, we're we going to keep a lot of that because there's always mm-hmm. there's all it's always going to fit somewhere. You know what I'm saying? Do you have McDonald's money? It's always going right. to fit in always our good? life. Always, <laughs> always. Yeah, so yeah, that's my thoughts on that.
1: Yeah, that's what's up. Yeah, because I know my mom definitely always uh would be like, we ain't got make McDonald's money. And she, and one thing I did not understand when I was younger that I understand now, uh, that she'd be like, I was like, yo, I want X, Y, Z. And she'd be like, I don't got it. I'm like, you just got paid today. Like, how you not have it? Like, Right, <laughs> right. I mean, because kids
0: have no concept. My children always tell me, I'm like, I ain't got it. He'd be like, but daddy, you got a card. I was like, but... Little nigga, money has to be on, on that on that car. You know what I'm saying? I'm not, I'm not, and I'm and I'm and maybe I'm just choosing not to spend it on you, like mm-hmm. and all this frivolous spending. Because my kids will spend all my money on Pokemon cards, um, cookout, and like milkshakes. Like that'll be everything that they ever wanted. You know what I'm saying? I'm just, I'm just it's, it's just not happening, Brian. So get ready as Brooklyn begins to verbalize more. Sure, I'm sure she's going to sure. spend all your money.
1: I'm sure, and she's a girl, and she's the only girl. So I'm I'm You're pretty gonna sure it's going to happen. Yeah, you know. she got you. <laughs> After I pay myself first, and pay her first. That's right. I make sure that she, has, uh, her savings accounts and everything, all that already set up right now. Um, so before we head out, um, we're again, we're trying to get ready for the new year. Uh, what are some quick tips uh, that you would like our listeners that have as they head into twenty twenty two?
2: Just pay attention to your money. You know what I'm saying. Don't think of it as something that we just that that that's just here to pay the bills. You know what I'm saying. Yeah. It, it mm-hmm. is a tool. It's not the only tool in the world, but it's it's definitely a powerful tool that if we leverage, we can change our lives. We can change the, the lives of the people around us, in in uh, small and large ways, right? So that's it. Just create a plan around your money, and and honestly, if you don't follow none of my advice except for pay yourself first and get a brokerage account, save some of that money, invest some of that money, um, then I, I think I think I think you'll be just fine if you just do those couple things. Um, so that's that's all I really got for the people.
0: No, nah, we appreciate that, man. But before we close this conversation all the way, me and Brian love to play this game that we've coined we on the podcast do. called Culture Code, yep. um, and it is just a hodgepodge of questions about a whole lot of black stuff and and what <clears throat> you think about it. Um, so yep. we started to, so before behind the scenes conversation, we talked about hip hop. We started talking about some of our favorites, UGK. Y'all know my love for the three six and the <laughs> mafias. Um so we were talk- And then I learned about this 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 incredibly um, incredibly interesting individual by the name of Sugar Free. Uh, he's a Pomona. <laughs> Pomona Rooted, you know, Brian's hometown. Pomona Rooted. He he has a whole Instagram. It's very elderly and a picture, you know, of him showing his nipple. And the caption said, You can show a little titty too. You know, so I feel like I'm definitely enjoying this man. Uh, so, so, so with that being said, bro, like give us your top five before we get into some of the more Christmasy because we because it's, it's the holiday. So we're gonna celebrate Christmas. Right. But before we get into them kind of questions about, you know, <laughs> Black Christmas, give us your top five hip hop albums of all time.
2: Ooh, hip hop albums. albums. Okay. I'm glad you mm-hmm. I'm glad you went that direction. Yeah, I'm not, I, I know so, songs is hard, yeah, 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 so we're yeah. going to yeah. give you albums. I thought you were going to say rappers. I thought you were going to say rappers. I got that off. The I mean, time. I got I that off. I know that like the back of my hand almost, but okay, let's well, do albums. Give a, no, 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 no give, give us them first and then we can. Nah, we're going to go albums. <laughs> I want albums because I got to dig deep for that a little bit. Okay. And this is in no order, right? This is in no order for me. Um, and don't judge me based on my answers. Um, okay. <laughs> you will. <laughs>
0: yeah, we're going to judge you a little bit. We ain't going to lie to you. All right, all right, you should. You should. Uh,
2: so I think that the blueprint is, is the, is, is a Jay-Z's blueprint is, is in a lot of ways, just the the, holy, the holy Grail a little bit of, of totally. just hip hop albums, you know, like, <laughs> the, like it's just, it's, the sport, it's just too much. It's just too much good stuff in there. Kanye was in his bag. Um. Was it Just Blaze? Is it Just Blaze? Just Blaze, yeah, it, Just
1: Blaze and Kanye broke yeah, that, that one. That was an A mm-hmm. gag
2: on that. Um, so mm-hmm. that's 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 one of the five. I don't have I uh, I don't have a, a order at all. That's one for sure. I'm gonna say the Carter Two is 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 probably Jay Z made it twice. Okay. No, 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 no. This the Carter Two. This, uh, oh, uh, Carter I'm, Wayne, yeah, Wayne, yeah, Wayne, yeah, Wayne, Wayne, yeah, yeah, Wayne. Wayne, Yeah, yeah. The Carter Two. I'm just going. Uh, uh, and that might just be a me thing. I don't know, but that's a great album, man. And, and that's a great album. Uh, Wayne well, went
0: on a run for a while.
2: Yeah, and that's when I think he officially took the torch from from Hoover. That's why I think, and it was my generation oh. where it was like, oh, he's really the best. He's really the best rapper oh, now. Yeah.
1: No, that's a good album. I'm looking at it right now. That's a good one. He gave us 22 songs.
2: Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I, I forget that until I go back and listen. Like, oh yeah, he gave us some. He gave us some real heat rap. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah. So the cart. So so blueprint the Carter two. Let me preface this part by saying E40 is my favorite rapper in the whole entire world. He is my he is my <laughs> that... personal goat. I'm not yeah, saying yeah, he is the goat. I'm not saying he is the goat, <laughs> but he is my goat, right?
1: Yeah, that's fine. That's yeah.
2: respectful. So for me E40 raps like Pootie Tang. <laughs> <laughs> uh it's it's like it's like sugar free, man. If you know you know. It is, like it's just a tail on you know. the Capital. That is it that is, is E40. Stupid, <laughs> bro. That is funny. <laughs> So, but go ahead. I'm gonna let you have it. Go ahead. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, so it's a toss up for me as far as which of his albums is is the greatest. Cause he he likes Jay Z. You could put his albums against each other. He's that nice. Like he's mm-hmm. the whole. He's just that nice in and of itself. But I'm gonna go with in a major way. In okay. a major way. Okay. That's three or five. Um, Pac, All Eyes on Me. I think actually, if I had to put him in order, that might be number one. He gave us a lot of song. He gave us a lot in that album. Um, he did. And then for the fifth. What the re- oh you know what so this is this is this this ain't all the way a hip hop album but it might be my favorite album in the whole entire world um Lauren Hill Unplug okay that is I that you is oh. say
0: MisEducation <laughs> okay nah
2: nah nah, nah. Lauren Hill Unplugged, but she she got bars on that one she got some of the best bars of all time on that album. Like, if if y'all ain't listening a while, you go back. She got bars on that. So those are my five. I, send me this recording so I can write these down and, and, and memorize them for next time. <laughs> yeah. No, for sure. But no, but tell us who them top five. We,
0: we You told us E-40's in the number one spot. Jesus had dregs, so shake him. Yeah. I ain't got none, but I'm thinking about Grunson. That's the yeah. only yeah. one. You, you can't tell me that
2: doesn't hit hard. You know, I, I love that line. That yeah. line. But yeah. It's a million <laughs> of those It's a million so E-40, of those
0: e forty is your number one Who rounds out the rest of that five yeah. Since we're here
2: I, It just depends on if you say If it's my top five Or the top five Yeah your, five. Five. I'm a your top, top five top. Okay because I understand Jay-Z's Honestly if, ob- Objectively Jay-Z's the best rapper Of all time Objectively But I'm not objective right So e forty is my number one Even though <laughs> okay. Jay-Z is the number one Pac is my number two Okay, Jay Z is my number three. I don't know. I'll be changing up. I'll be flipping, flipping a little bit on it there, on yeah. on these, on these last couple spots. I say three stacks is four, mm. is four or fair. five. It's so fair. Um, is I was four, just going to
0: judge you if you didn't make it.
2: Yeah, nah, three stacks, <laughs> nah, three stacks, three stacks is in there for sure. And, and it, it pains me to say with who he is today. Like, just I just no longer have any any uh, ambition to hear him say anything ever again. And I know. Where, you, I know, where we, know who,
0: we, we know who we know where this is going.
2: But in in his day, though, well, now nah, y'all might not. Y'all might know where I'm going. Y'all might not. But in his day, Lil Wayne was the he was the best. Oh,
1: okay. He had the top okay. prime. Okay.
2: Y'all was okay. thinking Kanye, huh? Y'all was he thinking, was thinking King King
1: King. Kanye. Yeah. I think Cube. I was nah, nah,
2: nah. People. <laughs> nah, Lil Wayne, man. Lil Wayne, Lil, is Wayne. The, Lil Wayne had the best prime of of to, of anybody to me, oh, without a
1: doubt. Without yeah. doubt. he had the he had the
2: crown at one point. He did he had the crown at one point. I uh, think
1: Jay Z came back. Because Lil Wayne had the crown.
2: Facts. Yeah, So that's my top five today.
0: That's fair. It's, I think it's, a it's lot awful. of us
2: are disinterested in hearing
0: a Lil Wayne, 20, yeah. 21 version of Lil Wayne. <laughs> Always terrible. Of,
2: of Lil Wayne. All right.
0: So let's, let's get into this. What is the best thing about a California Christmas? A California
2: Christmas? Mm-hmm. Because um, that joint is different than the rest of the world. Yeah. I, 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 honestly, my favorite thing to do during would one thing I do, I'll just tell you one of my Christmas traditions. I I'm not big on Christmas, to be honest, but one of my favorite things to do is to watch Friday after next. Um <laughs> to me that's like one of the most classic that's one of the most classic Christmas, Christmas movie. movies of all time. It's a Christmas movie. It's a Christmas, it's, a Christmas movie. Christmas. Man, it's a Christmas movie. I had that thing on bootleg. That's the most watched bootleg of all time in my house for sure.
0: What's funny is if we was building the game out, I was like, should we ask him? If Friday after next is like what it's indicative of Christmas Fact. in California?
1: <laughs> yes,
2: absolutely. For me, for me, it is. I can't speak for nobody else. I watch it every year. Every year around this time we put that on.
0: Right. Oh, all right. So next question is, since this was a finance episode. Do you have a personal limit on how much you spend on a Christmas gift? And if yes, does that include your wife? Ooh. What you spend on her? Well,
2: what, is, what was the first part of
0: that question? Do you have a personal limit on what you spend okay, on yeah. Christmas gifts?
2: Uh, again, I'm not big on Christmas. To be honest with you, okay. But I'll just tell you my rule off the top of my head is I would not spend more on a Christmas gift than I would spend on a gift at any other time of the year. So whatever yes, that maybe. number is, I don't know, but that's, that's the number. Fair.
1: That's fair.
0: All right. So and we go. to so- a California thing. I'm not. I'm not big on Christmas either. It gotta mm-hmm. be because I'm. A, I am a Christmas freak.
2: <laughs> maybe because it doesn't. It doesn't snow. <laughs> it like I don't be. know. Ain't no white Christmas. Yeah. There's no white Christmas. There's no white Christmas. <laughs> Maybe
0: you can just celebrate the white girls and make that, make that your white girls. <laughs> no, 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 thank you. Okay. No, uh, sir. All right. So we're going to go into crazy a little bit. I know you said you're not a Christmas guy, but I, I know you got a few gifts here and there as a kid, right? Yeah. If you could pull one gift from your childhood and receive that gift today, what would it be?
2: So it's not necessarily the gift, but it's just the feeling okay. I got with the gift, the gift, you know, the feeling yeah and i got a, mm-hmm. I got a game gear for oh, I don't yeah. know what year that was, <laughs> but it was like a mini sega or something like that oh yeah Sega game gear yeah yeah I, I, yeah that's what it was get Sega game gear that, yeah, yeah, yeah that was mm-hmm. my mom that was the best she's ever done at Christmas. <laughs> there's <was> a feeling <laughs> that I feel to this day thinking about that game gear
0: for sure yeah, gear. And here's the last here. here's the last question and we might know the answer, but then again you might you 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 might you might, you might throw us a you might throw us one if you could get one album as a christmas gift. But the stipulation is, is that you have to play this album. This is the only album you can play until next Christmas. What until is that next album? Christmas. This is the only one. You can't play no other genre, no other artists. This is your Christmas uh, gift, and this is the only music choice you have, Anthony. Ooh, the crazy Jesus.
2: thing is, that, I don't even think it could be for my top five, because I'm a real like, R&B <laughs> thug a little bit. Like, Okay. It'll have, <laughs> have to be like Usher's Confession for, Confessions, probably. It might have to be Confessions, bro. Solid choice. Solid choice, yeah. Solid choice, You can't go wrong Solid with confessions. Yeah. <laughs> that it have to be. Like, that's that's the answer. Like that's the answer for sure.
0: All right, ladies and gentlemen, you heard it here.
2: You heard it here. <laughs> can't go wrong. Bit.
0: The man aligns a lot of. You know, if if you can enjoy music like me and Brian, you are all right. You always welcome in the living room with us, brother. Always. <laughs> we, we can pass you to school because some folks ain't passing. Except if you start playing E four, we don't have to turn the <laughs> radio on. <laughs> Because I don't know. I know I can go with that. Uh, But before we close this out, man, tell the people what you got going on, how they can follow you, and how they can possibly get in touch.
2: Yeah, so um, the best way to follow me in my fullness, um, I would say, is Instagram. Um, It's at AntWalker33. Um, At AntWalker33 is my Instagram. Um, My website is finance-friday.com. If you love dope merch, that's a great place to go to buy it um as far as what i got going on next so this is like a when when, when does this episode drop out of curiosity to
0: today the people are listening to it so tomorrow we're recording right now
2: okay all right (laughs) yeah for sure (laughs) whatever that means i I, I don't know what you mean exactly but
1: okay Uh, (laughs) what's what's the date what's the date uh, the night It's gonna. It's gonna air the ninth. going
2: oh, Okay. Okay. Cool. Well, y'all. Y'all, y'all get around. Y'all get an exclusive. This is a very exclusive uh, piece of information. <laughs>
1: pim, pim, pim. Exclusive. Exclusive. <laughs> exclusive.
2: Yeah. <laughs> so on December twenty sixth, the first day at Kwanzaa, I'm actually dropping a children's book. Um, oh awesome yeah the book is called it, it's a children's book but it's really a family book um, just because there's so much that a lot that anybody in the family could glean from this particular book but it has just beautiful artwork um, so that's why that's pretty much the only reason it's a children's book I think um, okay but it's an ABC book it's called B is for Black Wealth um, it's already copywritten mm. family y'all gotta <laughs> even though it ain't out <laughs> um, but de- but December 26th pre- our pre-sale opens up um, you'll be able to find it at finance-friday.com you'll also be able to find it at b is for b is for blackwealth.com as well um and if you follow me on Instagram I give you all those instructions a lot better and in, in in real time but uh but yeah that's 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 what's going on man that's 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 the biggest thing of my life I just got the first the the my first sample yet uh yes 2 days ago yesterday one of them days 2 days ago and yeah man my life has changed i'm officially an author and i'm just i'm grateful hey. to share that with y'all for real
1: congrats man yeah
2: well, yeah dope. Well,
1: And well thank you for sharing it with us here first we i feel honored that you, you made a drop here absolutely <laughs> yes sir yes sir <laughs> well uh definitely well thank you very much for stopping by the living room thank you for all the gems you've dropped uh we're so excited for what you're doing now what you're doing in the future we're excited about the book we're gonna go out there and get it uh when it drops uh but we've Before we leave, is it okay if you stick around for a couple minutes so we can do get into some uh, black man self-care? Absolutely. All right, let's do it.
2: Woo-sa.
1: All right, we are here at Black Man Self-Care, and Anthony Walker stuck around to talk about some self-care. And as black men, as black people, we want to make sure we're taking care of ourselves. We want to live long, right? Mm -hmm. Money that we're saving over time and we're investing that's growing, we want to also grow with that and retire and do great things with it as well. So Anthony, if you can let the people know if you have a regimen or anything you're doing soon uh, to take care of yourself.
2: This is is about to be a terrible answer, the most non-self-care thing in the world, but everybody does it. If you think about it, this is your self-care too. I like to I like to pull up to the house and stay in the car for like 15 20 extra minutes. It's something mm. about that that really just gives me my alone time that really like it, it's very necessary. That that's that fair.
1: And we haven't heard that here on on the podcast. That broadcast. is fair. That's
0: Especially fair. since yeah. I've been working from home, I don't have that anymore. <laughs> um, but that Stop. that was just they come in and invade your space. Jesus Christ.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Brian, what you doing for self-care, brother? Uh, this week, I'm going to you know hang out and do some um, just uh, free time. I'm thinking about maybe go see a game or something like that. and um, We'll see. Do some traveling real quick. I have nothing planned this weekend, which okay. is like a first. Another plan this weekend. Probably go out of town real quick. Maybe go see a sports game or something like that. And then come back and uh, be ready for the next week. Hmm. What about you?
0: So I am actually doing an interview about the beauty of Christmas, you know. (laughs) Since you're a Grinch, I'm going. (laughs) So that is self care to me, you know, because I love the all things Christmas. (laughs) So I am going to thrive in that. Um, but I'm also going to this um this um all black um holiday gala here in Atlanta. Um, so it's supposed to be COVID friendly. You have to get either a negative test like that day. They're doing COVID tests on site that day or bring your full vaccination card. Um, so it's going to be a good time. Black people dressing up, celebrating excellence with some young professionals. Beautiful. Um, so yeah, me and wife getting out and doing that. And, um, that's it. Doing more Christmas shopping. I'm the guy also because I love Christmas. I like to be in the stores with the people. Um, so I'm going to be my mask up. I'm going to do my things. and I'm going to be out there hustling and bustling. That's self-care. That yes, is myself because like, it brings me joy. It brings me joy, Brian. What uh, does Silver Bell say? Up. City sidewalks.
1: Busy sidewalks. <laughs> favorite, favorite song.
0: Dressed in holiday style. In the air, there's the feeling of Christmas. People laughing, people passing. <laughs> Many smile after smile. And on every street corner you hear, what do they hear, Brian?
1: I don't know. Silver the Bells. Silver Bells. Get,
0: get, off, get Silver off the mic. <laughs> All
1: right. <laughs> <laughs> they, they, I don't know the Christmas song. We literally just it. played it. <laughs> yeah. We just played it. We the world. It. It's the song of the week. <laughs>
0: Jesus, <laughs> the, the entire Christ. <laughs> it's Jesus' birthday, man. Anyway, Anthony, thank you so much for, for being a part of, of this show that is on Sicily Tyson's and Blue Obby's internet. We appreciate you, man. We got to have you back <laughs> in, the, in the living room to do it again. Um, brother, we finna get into this um, P.O. Box question, and then we're going to wrap up the podcast after that. All right? Yep. Let's do it. Let's go.
1: Oh, yeah.
0: What's going on, y'all? We are back with another letter from Rodney Jenkins, and you too mm-hmm. can be featured on the P.O. Box by writing in to askthejigsaw at gmail.com. That is A-S-K, thejigsaw at gmail.com. We will possibly read your letter out loud, give you a pseudonym because we respect your privacy, and to give you the best non-professional therapeutic advice that you can receive on Sicily Tyson's internet. Brian, who do we yes. have in terms of pronouns, and what do they want this week?
1: Pronouns, yes, we do respect pronouns, and pronouns are she, her. All right, we need a good name. Okay.
0: Um. Uh, ooh, good name. Mm, let's do. Let's. You know, I don't know. Oh, Brian, I, I'm stuck this week. You got one? I got one. Okay, Lauren actually sent me
1: one. Okay. Go <laughs> here. Uh, Taquisha Watkins. Oh. Ooh. Oh, <laughs> that's so black it took me aback. <laughs> okay. <Yeah>. That's a bar. <laughs> I Cuesha Watkins, I said, oh, I'm okay. Cuesha...
0: Watkins, Watkins, Watkins yeah, is I a Watkins. Negro last name. That is. I don't you know, know, know not I ain't, a black ain't, not a white person named Watkins. I, I ain't never met a white Watkins.
1: <laughs> not one. <laughs> never. Shots up to Willie.
0: Shots up to Willie. The Willie.
1: Willie. <laughs> People from Atlanta um, know who Willie Watkins is.
0: We know who Willie Watkins is. Putting all y'all on the ground. Go ahead, Brian.
1: <laughs> uh, so, Taquisha <laughs> Watkins says, Hey guys, last week's episode about money, uh, last week's episode about money was was the original HR. Well, That's it was fine.
0: Jobs Girl, but go, okay, good job. That's fine.
1: Uh, and, I, and, <laughs> and when I saw the flyer and it had a picture of your guest, I was like, Oh, hey, John Campbell. Anyway, let me focus. Uh, okay. Uh, just, right. just get the get in the DMs. Get, get in the DMs. It goes down there. <laughs> uh, I do believe he responds. You know, it is, you know, I don't I don't know if he's sexually active or not, but hey, he probably is. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, if you don't read this letter, if you don't read this letter. <laughs> uh, uh, the F This Job episode got me thinking about my next move. Recently, uh-huh. my job has decided to build a second administrative headquarters. They offer me a promotion that will make me the co director of my current department in a new city. As you can see, the promotion comes with the requirement of moving. I really do not want to relocate. I'm currently in Dallas and enjoy the South. The new office will be in the DMV while I enjoy the area. I don't want to put roots there. Say roots. That kind of sounds like Um, (laughs) booty. Roots. Um, Do I turn down the relocation to stay where I am more comfortable, or do I move and propel my career? This is a really this is this is this is really a matter of mental health and wellness for me. So I want to be sure about this decision. Hope to hear from you, Best Taquisha Watkins.
0: Mm.
1: Um. Mm. Do I, I stay where I'm comfortable, yeah, or do I relocate to progress my career and really mm. my mental health? Hmm. Interesting. Mm. Uh,
0: I can keep it quick. I think it's it's two things. You have to really reconsider. I think really consider um, why. You don't want to move. Is it really about your mental yeah. health or is it fear? Right. Because in the beginning you say, I don't want mm-hmm. to put roots. I really don't like the area. Um, and I mm-hmm. get it moving to. And I get it. Like if your job put you in an area that was not ideal that you want to live and have a life in, mm-hmm. like that could have an impact on your mental health for sure. So I'm not trivializing that. But is right. it more so a fear based thing? You worked hard to get to where you are in life. And then mm-hmm. if you stay, mm-hmm. sound like you stay where you are. You're not you're gonna forfeit the promotion and this updated coin and then you probably get an extra money because of cost of living because you're going to DC, which is more, it's a more right. expensive area. Um, so I think you have to weigh, is it is it, is it really rooted in like I don't want I don't want again, I don't want to trivialize your mental health, but is it more about mental health or is it really more about the fear of it? Mm-hmm, because mm-hmm. I think you could probably take this job, work it for a few years, build that resume right. and move. Right. So you don't have to look at this as as you say, as Brian said, roots, roots. plant roots Mm. down there. Mm -hmm. Right. You can go back to the south because we all know what a promotion can do for a resume. And you stay there for a couple of years. D and DC is a great well, you just say DC, DMV, but I, DMV. I love DC. DC is a yeah. great city. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think, you know, I think there's great possibility for you there. But if it if it's going to really be a great hindrance on your mental health, like you're really going to be miserable living there, like living there, then I say, I mean, you're going to take, you gonna have to take the L that comes with, mm-hmm. you know, not having that promotion and just, you know, mm-hmm. for the betterment of your mental health. And lastly, I would just say this um, I said I was going to be long, a long story less long, or well, long advice less long um if you were good enough to get promoted where you are you're likely mm-hmm. good enough to leverage your experience to get a better job and a, and a higher position somewhere else so right. you know update that resume regardless
1: um mm-hmm.
0: that's all i got for you brian
1: uh similar um to the so opposite not the opposite but another way of thinking is that you don't have to put roots down somewhere but think about this she may end up enjoying it like i moved to atlanta i i thought i was gonna move it temporarily Mm-hmm. I end up liking it, and I've been here for about 16 years. So okay. you never know. You may, you may come there for the job. You may come there for a, a, a temporary situation. You may enjoy. It. You may meet some friends, some families, boo bay, whatever it may end up being there. You may end up enjoying it. So uh, I don't know if you're a prayer, but if you are a person who you know believes in prayer or meditation, or whatever, really consider that thing and think about it. Uh, what the opportunity is. But hey, like Josh said, if you have a great opportunity where you are and you're a, a, an amazing. Employee or amazing person, you can pretty much find something anywhere else if you want. Mm -hmm. But I I guess I would say always leave your options open. Options are always a great thing to have. Um, Think about it. Go to D.C. Go to the DMV area. When I say, when people think about DMV, I always think about D.C. So I'm going to say, go to the area where it is. Check it out. Um, Stay there for a weekend. Maybe go around and see if there's something you may like, where the actual headquarters are going to be located, what that's going to look like, the commute, all that kind of good stuff. Um, But of course, your mental health is important. Uh, so take care of that and keep that uh, at the first and fourth part of your mind.
0: Bet let's hear back from you soon with an update, uh, if you choose to update us. And uh, best of luck to you, Taquisha.
1: Taquisha. Taquisha Watkins.
0: Taquisha Watkins. Mm-hmm. Watkins. All right, be safe Strong out there, girl. Don't spend no, no you Don't take no wood nickels. All right, Brian, you ready to? <laughs> get... <laughs> you ready to get into a greater conversation? Let's do it. Let's get it. Let me talk.
1: All right, we are here at a greater conversation where Josh and I, we yeah. take this time to get things off of our chest. We don't wanna hold these things, things that get on our nerves, niggas be nigging, white folks be whiting, and we just, you know, we don't we don't want it anymore. And Josh is getting the things off of his chest. Looks like he's doing an Omarion dance.
2: Mm,
1: <laughs> he's crumbling. He's <laughs> uh, Welcome to to 2001. Um, (laughs) um, Yeah, so Josh, do you have anything you would like to get off your chest for the greater conversation? Yes, I don't remember his name, but there is a uh, Republican
0: representative in Kentucky who took holiday photos where all of his family members had AK-40, like those assault rifles in their hands. Mm, And was mm. like, hope Santa brings us more ammo. Like days, Brian, after Mm. the terroristic attack that happened in Michigan. Like so tone
1: deaf.
0: So Insensitive. And just ridiculous. And I think this is the type of action that emboldens people like that Rittenhouse coon, um, who was just out there feeling like he has all the power um, to mm-hmm. be able oh, to, out there, quote unquote, to, and he's and he's gallivanting right now. He's, he's mm-hmm. he got internship offers. He's on podcasts, He's not mm-hmm. about how he don't like LeBron because LeBron questioned his tears because because white I'm boy, saying. you didn't cry. It was performative. Right. And that's right. question. It was a bad performance at that. So, but it but it's representatives who do these type of things. These insensitive, these blatant displays of disrespect that emboldens mm-hmm. the terrorists mm-hmm. like Kyle Rittenhouse, right? And yeah. uh, and then to see them get off, right, kind of shows the slant that we have in America towards. Um, gun. So I'm not one who says we need to ban guns. I, I believe you have a right to bear arms. Yep. But I do mm-hmm. think there needs to be really strong regulations and reformation mm-hmm. around how we get access to guns and the fact that none of us need access to assault rifles. Why right. does a civilian need an assault rifle? Mm-hmm. If you're literally not going to hunt, that is the only reason why you should probably mm-hmm. own that type of gun. Because what you're doing mm-hmm. is hunting down black people and people of color. It is it is rooted mm-hmm. in racism, it is rooted in prejudices. And yeah, so brother, I hope you have a terrible Christmas. This is what your Christmas. Yeah, so I literally I hope I hope you light your fireplace and I don't want nobody to die, but I hope it causes <laughs> a slight fire to all your Christmas gifts and it destroys your tree. Mm-hmm. And there's a permanent mm-hmm. burnt stain, just like in Issa Rae's living room. That's what I hope oh. happens to you. <laughs> That's what I hope happens
1: to your home. Brian, what about you? <laughs> Um, us go out to the church people. Um, oh my God, yes. church of God in Christ specifically. I'm oh my God, you, y'all get on, y'all get on my last nerves. Um, oftentimes, is for the last two years we've had a lot of death in this church. <laughs> we've had A lot of death in this church. Oh <laughs> I'm gonna oh it back. I keep going oh, like, like <laughs> okay. Um, for the last couple of years, we've had a lot of death in this church. Uh, earlier last year was a lot of COVID deaths. Then we had some major deaths and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And what bothers me. The absolute oh, most is y'all Negroes get on the social media the and then write these like cryptic, <laughs> oh, oh, my gosh, I can't believe this happened. I'm stunned. Heartbreak. You know, pray for the church. And it's like, nigga, just tell us who died and go on. Like, we don't want I don't I don't want to, I don't care about all these posts of like, oh, my gosh. And this is like just if, if you ain't gonna tell us who died, then don't post it at all.
0: Don't post Because what you're trying to do is you,
1: you want us to know that you know somebody died, but you don't want to disclose who died. Just say who died. I mean, you can talk about protocol and his arguments, or if the family ain't been notified, the church didn't do it. No one cares. Listen, either tell us who died or don't post it at all. Like, because you're doing you're doing it, you're literally doing it for attention. You're doing it for like just, I don't know what it's for, but it's annoying. So stop doing it. Unless it's the person who's like, if you you can wait to the official announcement, let's all find out at the same time, right? But don't put on the whole, you know, I'm sad that pray for the church. And then and when somebody asks you what happened, oh, check my DMs. Like, no, like, stop it. Like, stop it. Tell us who died or move on. Like, just I'll wait till the official announcement comes out. For sure. Y'all are annoying. Like, stop it. And now they really surprised some of these folks. Some of these people are 98. Are you really surprised they died? Listen, a <laughs> lot of these people, I want to say 70, <laughs> 85% of the people that died in the last two years were just in the elderlies. Yeah. There were a couple that kind of hit us by surprise, right? They were sure. like, dang, it is devastating, shocking, right? Um, and I think all death has some shock value, but. It does have some shock value. Yeah. But I think to, to the point of, like, just stop it. Like, it's really, and in, in, I don't care who, who y'all are, like, I, I'm not going to name a name, but like. <laughs> y'all don't want to smoke, pearl. Um, but it's the fact of like you're, it's it's you're doing these things for like attention. You want people to ask you what happened. You want people to know what, oh, what's going on, oh, blah, blah. or you want to be seen as the person that knows information before everybody else knows information. Like, like stop it, like stop it. It's it's super annoying and it's weird. It's really weird. Y'all look stupid. Like stop it. And if y'all want any problems, y'all know where I am. I'm Brian here. Check me out here the Jigsaw Podcast. You know where my DMs are on social media. We can get, catch smoke, catch head of fade. It doesn't matter. But stop it. Y'all are weird. Y'all look stupid. And um,
0: that's my great conversation. And that concludes another episode of the Jigsaw Podcast. As mm-hmm. always, we want to thank you for joining us this week and putting out yeah. our shenanigans. We want to thank our guest Anthony, who came in and blessed the mic. Um, Appreciate gave you, us all this good information about money. Y'all get your money right. You can't get it ain't right. Ain't no excuses now. Get these tools, get this money right. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah. <laughs> get it right, and and make sure you're implementing some of this as we do as you do your last minute Christmas shopping. Implement yep. it, implement it, implement mm-hmm. it. Um. So yeah, we love that. We love y'all again. Appreciate you, Anthony. Um. So, bro, anything anything you want to update tomorrow about we we going on? How they can support and follow us. I think my talk uh, got really tired. <laughs> Is there anything <laughs> you want to update them on and let them know what how they can follow us?
1: Jesus, you can follow us in all the places and all the things, right? Uh, the Jigsaw Podcast. Follow Josh. And I am Josh Rogers. That follow Brian. And I am Brian <laughs> Hair. You know, uh-huh. all right, brother? You okay? Um, <laughs> my website: thejigsawpodcast.com. A um, please down. be on the lookout because at the it, Top of the year, we're probably gonna start, you know, we next top year's gonna morning. be a year. Top of the moment, top, top of the moment, top <laughs> of the moment. Let's get this. Let's get this. Let's get this. Uh, I, I did a good job with uh censoring myself. Um uh at the beginning of the year, we're gonna have some crazy stuff coming up. Uh, it, it's gonna be a good year for the Jigsaw Podcast. Wanna you want to be a part of it. <laughs> <laughs> we want you to be a part of it. We wanna do all the things, so we're so excited because we want you to grow with us. Continue to grow with us. Uh, if you, you know, we're on every platform you can think of in terms of, um, we're on every platform you can think of in terms of, uh, podcasting, social media,
0: and everything, social right. media and everything,
1: all that kind right. of stuff. Except Let us different know. Different Reach out different. to us. We're now on Twitter. Uh, we're now on Twitter. Um, what else I'm gonna say? Yeah, rate us, subscribe, uh, leave comments, all the things. Tell people about us. We, we care about things. A couple weeks we're going on vacation. So, um, you know, get in where you fit in because we are here. And we appreciate you and all that kind of stuff. Before we head out, uh, Josh, let the people Brian, know. you um, take us home. <sighs> what we should do, we could do. But the what you shouldn't do <laughs> is be caught with your work undone. <laughs> that is good enough. All right, y'all. I'll see y'all next week. <laughs> <laughs>